Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. Hope everyone is doing well tonight because it is a very, very special time. We are joined by the Valkyrie, everybody. The Valkyrie, you know them, you love them. They're always in the chat. I am joined by both of them today, but most importantly on this, the 227th episode of the Welcome to Asgard podcast, we are celebrating the wonderful, the beautiful, the empress of the universe, the Valkyrie, Tina. Happy birthday, Tina. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so if you've been watching for a while now, uh, you would have seen Tina most recently on the Chosen of Valhalla talk. And uh, because of just time constraints, I, I, I had to cut her off. I had to cut <laughs> Tina off in the middle of what she was talking about. I felt so bad. And so I figured, hey, her birthday's coming up. It's a perfect time because I've been wanting to get the Valks on anyway. And so now I get to get them on and Tina gets to share the things that she was not able to share then. But also we all together as an Asgardian family get to celebrate her birthday. How has the birthday been going so far, Tina? It's been great. It's kind of when I first got up this morning, I did my uh, affirmations and mm-hmm. meditations and thank the Lord for another year. And then I thought about last year and it was like last year on my birthday, I was sitting on a beach in the British Virgin Islands. <sighs> that was how I spent my like breakfast <laughs> with a couple <laughs> of friends. And then that evening we were all on the ship at Cagney's Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. And there were about 16 or 17 of us. And so I was looking at my pictures from last year and felt a little down. But then I felt good again and made dinner and I'm sipping on some port and I made cupcakes. Sharon, I don't know if Sharon's in the chat yet or not. Sharon sent me these meltable white chocolate. You know, you got the little chips and she sent me like these little jars of sparkles and twinkles and stuff. And I made cupcakes and... I did a pork belly with the sides and had a nice Spanish wine. I remember with you that talking so, about those pork bellies. Yes. Sounded delicious. So it turned out very well. So now I'm just sipping on some pork that I didn't yeah. open at Christmas time. And here I am with you all. <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. And uh, again, I hope that you have a wonderful birthday. And I hope we have some fun tonight as well. And uh, yeah, as you can see, I've taken the little uh, the scrolling thing down because I don't really know how how well I'm going to be able to follow the chat completely tonight. So again, apologies to any members or those that are going to be tagging with comments or questions. I'll do my best to try and get to as many of those can. But tonight is mostly going to be focused on Tina, the birthday girl. Uh, And uh, to help me with this, to help me in this process, we have (laughs) a very special guest and uh, you know her. You love her. She's another one of the Valks as well. And uh, she's a little nervous, but she has no reason to be because she is fantastic at everything she does. And that is, of course, my captain, my general. Steph, how's it going, Steph? Hello? (laughs) (laughs) You're on. Welcome. Welcome to the channel, Steph. I, I, has this? I can't remember to be honest. This is the first time that you've ever been on. Um, I don't remember. I, I'm kind of thinking maybe yes. Okay. Eek. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say there may have been a time like really early on when I had the Valkyries on. I can't remember for sure though. I'm sure someone could go back to the archives because they're all uh, they're all still live on the channel somewhere. 
But I want to say I had it was at least once that 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 y'all were on. But uh, but yeah, we did Steph. We did um, the interview with Odin on. But he Zoom. he pre-recorded it. I didn't. Yes, yeah. That's what it was. I okay. Yes. yes, it was a podcast. So <laughs> I think it was for any of my. I think it was for my Patreon subscribe star Patreon, members. That's it. And we did a podcast episode, and that was, I think, the only other time. Yeah. That's it. So, <laughs> so Steph, how, how does it feel to, to be in front of the world right now? Um, good. <laughs> who, who wants to talk to me? That's the whole thing. Oh. I'm pretty sure that all 46 people watching right now would love to talk to you. <laughs> just like they would love to talk to Tina like they're they're the, like every single chat I feel like it's like when y'all gonna have them on I can't wait to talk with Tina I can't wait to talk with Steph <laughs> ask her questions everyone <laughs> <laughs> but make make sure they are of uh, of an appropriate nature yes this is a yes. family show people this is a family show, show. yeah um, okay <laughs> but anyway so again happy birthday tina this is just awesome and it, i was just earlier today because uh tina always sends us <laughs> cards uh for christmas and so we still we still have the card that you sent us on our fridge and so it always it always brings a smile to my face whenever Aww. i look at that card so i was very excited to to be able to do to get this show on the road tonight but before diving into you and and all things tina with a with a sprinkling of Steph on the side uh, on the side, of course. Um, let's let's say hello to some people in the chat first. So actually, on D Live, I am on D Live. I, I I tried to change some of the chat settings over there because I know I'm not going to be there the entire time. So again, all my D Live fam, if you're sticking over there, if anyone jumps in saying, "Hey, what's going on?" Uh, that is what's going on. It's only for people who I believe I have it open only to subscribers, and I'm assuming also to mods as well. Uh, so I see Captain Dean Heiss over there saying, Hail Odin, I trust you and the fam are doing well this evening. And yes, they are. And Phonemo, who is one of my mods over there, who has the axe, because the mods over there get to axe all of the nonsense people. Uh, thank you for being there, Phonemo. And again, sorry to the DLive fam, but I wanted to have an option for people to go to in case they did not want to stay anytime on YouTube. You can watch over on DLive instead, or of course, on Periscope, and Captain Mr. Roy just jumped in too. Captain Mr. Roy, who is also one of my chosen of Valhalla as well. Hello to you, good sir. And uh, Will Gentry also gets to swing that axe. And you shouldn't have to worry about anybody jumping in tonight, boys, because, as I said, it's subscribers only. And I think it's subscribers and mods, so should be a pretty quiet night. In fact, I might just leave it, <laughs> leave it like that for the future, because I know there's some followers over there that don't subscribe, and I don't want to punish them. But man, oh man, it's nice just to have just, you know, some regular everyday folks over there. So shout out to the DLive fam. We also got some people hanging out in YouTube world. What's going on? Andrew Hoyle. What's going on, Andrew Hoyle? Another one of my chosen. He is one of the UK brethren. And so it's definitely a little late over there. We got Pat S says, I did not get a chance to sign Tina's card. Well, that's okay because there's a there's a care package that's going to be sent her way with tons of stuff. So do not worry. We will we will take care of Tina as I take care of all the Valks on the channel, especially on their birthdays. Uh, Snort Poopus Cuber. 
What's going on? Welcome. Thirteenth Warrior as well. Orange Hat Reviews says, I hear there's a birthday girl on the stream, and then he clears his throat, and so I will sing it for him. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. You survived 2020, and you'll survive this year too. Yeah! <laughs> yes, Orange Hat Reviews. Great change of lyrics there. And uh, he says, happy birthday. Now eat some cake. Oh, I'm so stuffed from dinner. I'm waiting to eat my cupcakes. I made cupcakes. Oh, I saw those cupcakes, and they look delightful. They look delicious. I can't wait. Uh, Father Christopher Miller, hail to you, fathers always. Pat S. says, let's turn this mother out. Yes, that's right. (laughs) Pat S. Uh, 13th Warrior says, I made a birthday call to a friend in California today. His was yesterday. He missed my call last night. This one I can do in real time. Happy birthday, Tina. There you go, from 13th Warrior. Aww. Yeah. Aww. yeah. We also got Laura waiting for Nerdrotic, another one of the chosen, saying, Woohoo! Hey, Laura. Happy birthday, <laughs> Tina, with a bunch of emojis saying and expressing the joy and celebration. So thank you very much. Uh, Golden Ration in the chat as well. Griffin Turbo here also. Ballin' the Hobbit saying, Happy birthday, Tina. Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Laura waited for Nandrotic says, I'm sure everybody has heard by now how good the pilot for the CW's new Superman show was. If you like the lead actor, check out Teen Wolf. It was like Vampire Diaries, but with werewolves. Well, I'm sure that right. I know that both people on the panel right now, that both Tina and Steph have a lot of opinions on a lot of those things, I would say. I think I saw the version with Michael J. Fox. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I meant about Superman in general and CW oh, in general. Yeah, and... <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll talk about that later. <laughs> I gotta get going first, and then and then once first, I build up yeah. to it, then uh, <laughs> then the time will come. Yes. <laughs> Your Muslim uncle also member on the channel. Glad to see you here. We got, of course, Tina B and Stephanie B. Don't don't hang out too much in that in that chat, ladies. Trying to sit back and relax. Enjoy. Enjoy there the evening. Go. Yeah. Cobra Viper 999, what is going on? And uh, uh, we were talking about it earlier because there is a new picture there. And I, I guess I need some confirmation. Are you a woman, Cobra Viper? I always just assumed you were a dude. <laughs> and if I've been making that mistake, I apologize. Uh, because I think there's a couple people who I call man and dude. And obviously I say that in general for everybody. But it wouldn't surprise me if there's some saying, mm, I'm actually a woman. <laughs> You're welcome for that. Uh, Mr. Roy, what's going on? He's also over on YouTube. Roger Haynes dropping the Canadian. Thumbs up, super sticker. Thank you for being here. Bruce in the chat saying, happy birthday to Tina. Saying, it's your birthday. <laughs> so happy birthday to you. Darn right. I hear Steph singing in the background. I hear her singing. I, heard her, I hear her singing. She's like backing away saying, eh, don't hear me, no. <laughs> we hear you, though. It's all good. <laughs> Rosie G12 says, hail Odin. What's going on? Marcus Cato in the chat as well. Uh, let us see. Angry Mango here early for once. What's going on, Angry Mango? Titan in the chat. Rusty Shackleford here as well. Um, who else we got hanging out? CWD Trixie in the chat too. Uh, we got Eldritch Dragoon. What's going on, Eldritch? 
uh, hanging out as well. Rhaegar Targaryen as well. Uh, also, it says, Orange Hour Views, I am with my aunt for the next two months. She also says, happy birthday, Tina. Well, there you go. From the or- from Aunt Orange Hat. You got to have a birthday. <laughs> also, Freya, by the way, Freya also wanted me to extend a happy birthday to you as well. Oh, well, thank yeah. you. Tell her thanks. <laughs> I, of course. I, of course, will. Uh, Nathan Slay says, I thought you said that Tina's birthday was on Tuesday. No, I, I said that next time would be the birthday stream, which is today. Mm-hmm. Nathan Slay to, not paying attention. Just happened to work out that yeah. my birthday and the stream were on the same day. It worked out perfectly, indeed. Inferior says, hail Odin, hail mods, hail chat. Happy year advancement day. <laughs> <To Tina. laughs> Happy year advancement day. Uh, we also have the Hunk of Chunky Funky Monkey in here. Dark Shadow Logan in here as well. Hypernext 13. Never forget your... Pat has just put, never forget your first time. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that's... I'm sure there was, was some in, context needed there. Yeah, it was in reference to Stephanie trying... What we were trying to remember had uh, done a show with you before. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Out of context means something very, very different. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hyper put at Odin's answer cake. Yes, man. If I could have like digital cake, that'd be amazing. Put down my sesame cake. Yes. Stop eating my sesame cake. And uh, Jake Buck seventy six is here as well. Uh, General Wingster says, um, "Excuse me, identify as a duddy or as a duty pooty." Thank you. <laughs> Happy birthday, Tina. Okay, so I'm assuming General Wingster's pronouns are duty and pooty, so. <laughs> Which is great to know, of course. Uh, Twirly Wolf says, birthday of happiness to Tina. Uh, withering Liberal as well. Um, withering Liberal, though, says Stephanie B. Happy birthday. It is Tina B.'s birthday. It is Tina's birthday. <laughs> Brian Barth. Is here. Iron Spider also says happy birthday to Tina. All the happy birthdays. Optimus Popeye in the chat. Uh, Sasha Neons. And I think I've, I've pretty much caught up with everyone. So, Tina, let's get yes. to you. How has this year been for you? It's another year. <laughs> another year gone by. How's it been? Mm-hmm. Uh, frustrating like it has been for everybody. And I think the main thing is just this. With me loving to travel. Love, with me loving to travel. Mm-hmm. and do cruises this whole oh yeah go ahead and book a cruise oh well that one's canceled oh let's book a cruise again oh well it's canceled because nobody can get off their behind mm-hmm. so now they're kind of dancing around about the alaska cruise because originally canada has shut down its ports for the next year yeah and because of this outdated law, U.S. law, any ship that flies under a foreign flag, which most cruise lines do, uh, they have to make a stop in a quote-unquote foreign port. A foreign port for the Alaska cruise would be Victoria, British Columbia. Okay, mm. uh, so ports are closed. Okay, now these idiots in Congress, excuse me, idiots in Congress, no, excuse me, idiots for comparing you to the ones in Congress. Yeah. They're all coming up with the same idea I came up with several months ago. I said, why don't they just let us stop at the port? Nobody gets off the ship. We've qualified and passed the law. We head back to Seattle. 
now that's what they're coming up with. And I'm like, yeah, I should sue because that was my idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. As far as I'm concerned, Alaska's off. I, I'm done. I'm thinking to next year, next September, mm. 2022, Greece. Mm. I'm learning Greek. I've got a Greek guidebook. I'm visualizing Greece in my head. Uh, I'm not thinking about Alaska anymore. Bruce, I've been to Victoria. I went there years ago with some friends and it is so beautiful. I love it. It's so it's very European feeling, whereas Vancouver is more modern. Hmm. Um, Everybody in the chat, thank you for your birthday wishes. Thanks. So that's where I'm kind of at right now. But I'm one of those people that I just kind of tend to bounce back and I go with the flow. And I think that comes from working in law enforcement. Mm -hmm. You know, you go out on the scene, you got everything in your head, what you're going to do. And then a storm comes up or a tornado (laughs) hits and it's like, okay, what do we do now? Mm -hmm. We've got to save the evidence. So you kind of, you kind of learn how to jump around in your mind jumps. Mm -hmm. And I just learned how to be flexible. So that's how 2020 has been for me, just being flexible. Mm-hmm. I've read a lot, watched movies, kept kept up with my friends like Stephanie, and I don't still don't know if Sharon's in the chat, but I kept up with my friends. I've got you all, and I wake up every day and I'm not bored. And I, I think that's the most important thing. People kept saying, you know, when you retire, just don't get bored. I haven't been bored yet. Five years down, I'm still not bored. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's awesome. That's about it. Yeah, and like I said, the birthday has been compared to what I had last year. Mm-hmm. This year has it's still been a good day, you know. Mm-hmm. And I forget what my affirmation was, and then I saw a post on Pinterest about if you wake up and ha- God has given you another year, remember devote that year to Him. Amen. And that's what I keep trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I know I fall short, but I'm still trying to do it. Yeah. So. Absolutely. No, and, and it looks like you still have a lot of things to look forward to as well, right? This Greece, mm-hmm. this Greece cruise sounds oh like a blast. I mean, um, there's just so much history. Uh, you know, as yes. a, as a you know as a as someone that studies theology, I mean, Greece is like one of the central points of just Christianity in general, right? There's just so many places there. Yes. And uh, and not to mention, of course, it was a, a very fun throwback to a 1950s musical. So, I mean, you got so much stuff going on with Greece. Yes. You know, it's just, yes. uh, it's it's fantastic. Well, Sharon and her husband are going because that's always been a bucket list trip uh, for her. Yeah. And uh, my friend that uh, is organizing this, the t- travel agent i feel so bad for her because with all the cancellations and yeah. stuff she told me yesterday she said as far as her income and in travel it's zero mm-hmm. for this year Aww. because all she's done is cancel 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 and rebook Aww. so and i feel bad for her um well one thing to make you feel better is that sharon is now in the chat <laughs> and sharon sharon ferguson says tina happy birthday oh she is such we have been friends uh for 15 years we met in a writer's group Mm. and then started writing emailing each other outside of the group 
and realized we had so much in common. And she's such a dear friend. Stephanie, too. Such dear friends. Wow. Since 2005, she says. Yep. Yep. 16 years. Going on 16 years. Going on 16 years. Yeah. Yeah. I ran across one of our old emails when I was going through some of my Gmail account. I said, oh, my God, that's one of the first emails. (laughs) 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 We sent each other. Thank you, Aiden. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, we're going to fly into Athens Mm -hmm. a few days before. And I'm already like, I bought a laminated map that I'm going to put up. I got markers. And that way I can see these different neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. And then the cruise. um, Oh, let's see. Uh, We're going to Turkey, Kuradasi, Turkey, where Ephesus is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they said, like, for uh, we've got two excursions that are included. Mm -hmm. And they said there's one that's a little bit extra. We can go visit the house where the Virgin Mary spent her last years. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's something extra. Uh, But let's see. Yeah, Kuradasi, Turkey, Mykonos, Santorini. Mm -hmm. Roads. What's cool too um, about about Ephesus is that it's one of those things where I think it's just so surreal when you're in certain locations because, like, to me, if I was ever if I'm ever blessed enough to be able to go there, I would be reading from the letter of Saint Paul to the Ephesians just to be like, yes! this is the place he was writing to. Like, this is a place that he visited and established and moved on and and was dealing with these. Like, again, it's just like that kind mm-hmm. of surreal moment. Where you're like, th- so much history has happened in this location. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I, I, I'm just like, I. I I haven't been this excited since my Panama Canal cruise back in 2018. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. wish I could wish I could get Stephanie to go. So <laughs> I think I think we can work on that. Let's work on it. Yeah. Start a go. We got her this far. We can just get yeah. her a little bit further. Yeah. 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 And also, uh, there are there are some uh, early questions happening already for. For both of you. And so let's start, start, start off with the birthday girl. Sasha Neon says a very important question, ladies. And so, Tina, candy corn or Tim Tams? Tim Tams. Oh, Tim Tams. <laughs> you had and to think I about that one a little. Corn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you are team candy corn in a lot of ways, though. Yeah, I am. Outside. Okay. Was he threw Tim Tams into the mix? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, and I mean, I remember it was because of it was Mr. Peabody who was the first one that introduced me, I think, to Tim Tams, and he actually sent me Tim Tams all the way from Australia. No, 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 right. it was no, it was, uh, or no, maybe he did. I know that it was either he sent them from Australia in one of his packages, or he, because I know he has an account in the in the states, thanks to Adam, and maybe he bought it from a place to send over. I can't remember which one, but I remember I had Tim Tams sent to me by an Australian, which is just again is a uh, fantastic but interesting yeah I, I, there's a bunch of people who are going to be very upset that you had to pause about choosing between <laughs> oh my god i'm sorry <laughs> but i think that's the correct answer too i know for me I, i'd go tim tams as well because candy corn i actually like too um I, i'm on team candy corn when it comes to the uh the drunk 3po debate um but uh, tim tams are better in this case uh so steph right. uh, what, what are your thoughts on it <laughs> I was hoping y'all forgot I was here. I'm a, I, I heard you yes. whisper your answer in the background, no. so I know that you have a response. I, 
I I I love them both, but yeah. I I really like Tim Tams. Um, I do like those uh the candy corns, the ones that come in the like I think they're called the autumn mix, mm. and they have like the marshmallow, puffy things, and they're shaped like um, pumpkins, and they have a little candy corn, huh. and those are really good. But Tim Tams all the way. Wow. Yeah. I I didn't think. See, for me, candy corn is always just. It's never changed. I've always been like candy corn is candy corn. It's like <laughs> it's had the same structure, the same coloring. Like it just it has, and probably the ones we're eating now were made fifty years ago because it just like, that's how little it changes. But wow, um, wow yeah, there's a uh, there's a lot more to candy corn apparently. <laughs> yeah. You you want to tell you want to tell us so so Steph since we're on you um uh-uh. do you want to give us more of the history of uh, of candy corn a little bit no <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just good to have it I mean I guess it just reminds you of being a kid mm. it does Halloween. though it really uh, does yeah. <laughs> It, it was the standard Halloween candy. Like, obviously, you had, you know, the regular chocolates and stuff, but candy corn always had an appearance no matter where you went. Exactly. Yeah. Like those little strawberry candies, mm-hmm. like your granny had. Yes. Chewy, yes. chewy thing. Yeah, you can. I can only get that at Christmas. So, I wow. love those. Yeah, it's, it's, there's also, like, it's like the caramel treats, too. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever those things are called. Like, is it the Werther's candy? Like, the Werther's caramel candy? Oh, yeah. Those yeah. So yeah. good. So, so very good. Uh, Rosie212 says, I'm guessing we'll all need... This is actually a question. It's 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 shaped like a question, but I think it was more meant to be a statement. But it is interesting. Do you think, and maybe you've heard something, Tina, about this. Has there been talk, especially about people who are going to be flying to ports and, and traveling on boats... Are they going to have and force y'all to do vaccinations or prove vaccinations in these places? They haven't decided yet. Okay. Uh, I think the only line, and it is one that I will never be able to go on unless I hit a lottery. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crystal Cruise Line said their passengers and crew will have to vaccinate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carnival mm-hmm. so far, and I think Royal Caribbean have said crew. Nobody has said about Will passengers have to do it here in Kentucky? Uh, they just set up a new tier as far as who can get the vaccine, mm-hmm. and plus that we've had we have a shortfall of yeah. it anyway. Uh, so I guess they've gotten through the first responders, medical people, you know, like that, and now they're like, okay, we can get to other seniors, and they're gonna. I'm not getting it until. If they tell me I have to have it to get on a cruise ship, then I'll get it. So. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's something where, too, you know, everyone's going to have a different motivation for either getting it or not getting it. And just after everything you've gone through this year of having – because I, I remember – there, I forget which cruise. I think it was the one in December or November. And I remember you yeah. were so excited for it. And then I, I remember the day you found out that it wasn't happening. And yeah. how hard that was. And so I totally understand why you would be like, um, if, if, if I have to get this the, and, and they're telling me that it's mostly fine and safe, hey, I'll, if it means that I get to go on a cruise and I get to do the thing that I love, I totally understand yeah. that. And I think that that's, yeah. you know, everyone's going to have every different reasons and motivations, but that makes total sense to me. Yeah, because I mean, I understand my stylist the other day, she was like, she was going to get it and she's young, but I get it. She's working with the public. 
So I get that. I'm not around that many people anymore with me being retired. So it's like, yeah, I'm only going to get it if they tell me, well, to fly, you have to get it or to get on the cruise ship, you will. Yeah. That, that's going to be it. Yeah. And it's definitely, you know, it's it's scary to think about, right? Because this mindset of, you know, you're essentially being forced and pressured in certain ways. But as I said, you know, if it's if it's if it's something where it's keeping you from doing something that you love, I could totally see it being, you know, I'm willing to fight this battle and I'm willing to support other people that are going to fight this battle. But for me, hey, I also want to be able to enjoy the things that I want to enjoy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we do have some more questions related to the things going on. But first, Michael Skew, we have just uh, dropped a donation. Thank you very much for the super chat. says, do you have the Lion chocolate bar in America? Lion chocolate bar. I've never heard of Lion. Yeah. I'm going to – let me – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to duck, duck, go that real quick. Lion. Also, I, I'm glad that I've taught myself because I've been using it on a daily basis to say I'm going to duck, duck, go that instead of Google because – <laughs> it's just so nice to be like people saying why are you saying that because google sucks that's why uh Ooh. let's see line chocolate bar let's see Ooh, that actually looks fierce there's like an actual lion on wow. this bad boy nice yeah oh that page not found there hmm british food depot oh it's not found there <laughs> I keep opening up the links and it's like, does not exist. <laughs> Cannot buy it. Okay, here it is. There is a, uh, there's a Amazon account. Let me, let me open up a tab over here. So way people can see it. Cause it's a, uh, it actually looks pretty hardcore. Look at that. <laughs> Look at this. There's actually a lion on there, man. Wow. Yeah. Dang. Wait a minute. This is confusing. It's a Nestle brand, but it says, yeah. is it the Gerber store? Yeah, I saw that too. I was like, Gerber? Like <laughs> Gerber babies? But wow. listen to... Oh, it gets even more confusing. Listen to this. All right. So it's caramel-filled wafer covered in milk chocolate. That's delicious. It then says delicious, crispy, and creamy. Imported from Ireland. Hmm. So it's Nestle Gerber import from Ireland. I'm so confused. Somebody I am too. It, it, it sounds <laughs> it sounds delicious though. So I, I've not heard of that, but uh, it, it sounds pretty pretty delicious. So I'll, I'll have to check that at some point. Oh, will Gentry say Gerber bought Nestle? Really? I didn't know that. I can't I, keep up with all these. I'm gonna say is I thought Gerber was just baby stuff. Hey. Me too. I do too. I guess babe I guess Gerber's like we're branching out. <laughs> Gonna get the chocolate market. It's a pretty it's a pretty big marketplace. Uh Sharon Ferguson says we will have to remember to have that reading from Axe with us when we get there. Boom, that too. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Uh Badass says Odin should do a movie cruise out of New Orleans. Is there a movie cruise? Well, there are cruise ships out of New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just make up, our, we'll make up our own group. We'll just <laughs> we'll do a group. Um, I'll con get in touch with my contacts at Norwegian Cruise Lines and say, "Hey, Boom. we're the group group cruise together." I say, "I wouldn't trust myself picking out a boat, but I would trust Tina because she knows boats." Oh yeah. <laughs> 
Some of my favorite stuff is, is hearing her talk about the different ships and their maiden voyages and where they are and the one that she's going on and the history behind it. It's always fun to hear. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it is, it really is. With the with the um Gre- Greece uh with the cruise from uh, out of Greece, do you know what ship that is yet? Yes. Uh the line we're going on is called Celestial. They are a Greek-owned line. Mm. Um the ship we're going on is going to be their flagship called the Experience, which originally was the Costa Neo Romantica. Hmm. And so Celestial bought the ship, redid it. They're going to have like a Japanese tea garden and this full-fledged spa if you want to use it. And um, uh, what's so funny is the junior balcony suite that I got is cheaper than what I was going to pay for last. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And for me, it's like Greece is, is seems to be a much higher tier than than Alaska trip, at least yeah, for me. You would think, but <laughs> yeah, uh, but they have a whole bunch of balconies, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, oh, they have they're going to have a, like a wine and cheese room, and oh. uh, I know where so Tina's. Not- I know where Tina's going to be. Yes, she's going to so- be in that wine and cheese, and she'd be like, "I would like to try." Um, I, I can. I just know the one cheese you will not have. Mm. You will not. Oh, yeah, you will not have the brie. <laughs> <laughs> the like they'll they'll, they'll come around with the tray and, and they'll and you'll ask what 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 sort of cheese is this brie and you'll be like, oh no thank you, no thank you. Tastes, tastes like wood. <laughs> it tastes like privilege. Yes. <laughs> this cheese wasn't made for me. No thank you. Thank you. Well, the thing is, this this cruise is so port intensive. It's like we're in a port every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we're in Santorini, we'll be there all day. We won't leave until like two in the morning the next day. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, well, Sharon can correct me. We we keep going back and looking at our itinerary. I think it's Mykonos where they're overnight. It's one of them where they're overnight, and the other one we leave early the next like two in the morning okay so we'll get to see a lot of sunsets and i know me and sharon have talked about we're going to go over to delos which was where apollo and his twin uh uh uh, artemis were born oh okay so if you believe in you know mythology oh yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) what about the island and again i have no I'm terrible when it comes to this part of the world's uh, history and geography, but uh, I believe Island of Crete is that going to be in the in the run in the running in the cards? Oh. Shoot, let me, uh, Steph, <laughs> yeah. talk, fill, fill fill in. I'm going to look at the itinerary because it's boom. <laughs> so, Steph, um, what do you have to say about Crete and about <laughs> cruises? Um, I. I've been on two different cruises. Okay. One was a um, it was like a family reunion, hmm. so it was all of us on a cruise ship, and I, I had the best time. Okay. Um, I was pretty brave. I went off by myself, and then I saw some things you probably shouldn't do that by yourself. <laughs> but other than that, it was great. I and it hurts me that Tina can't mm-hmm. have her way because you know that's her that's her jam. Yeah. She I've, loves that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it would be like if if someone told me, 
hey, uh, sorry, you can't see any movies this year. I'd, exactly. I'd be like, um, excuse me? <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> What do you mean? This doesn't make any sense. Um, what was your favorite part of the cruise overall, though, Steph? Um, I love those midnight buffets. Oh. I got, I ate, if they had something open, I was eating. Like, oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I was like, I will make them go, God, girl. That's the thing. only reason I would ever go because, like, <laughs> Like, it's just not my style. Like, it's just not like I don't think I mean, I've never tried it before. So maybe I could be converted just by going on going on one. But I feel like the one thing that would draw me in is the, the, the talk of the buffet. Like, it'd be like, mm, yes. And I do say buffet and not buffet. <laughs> and I get I get buffet, actually, because of, um, as you all know, I'm a huge fan of the late great comic John Panette. And he would always be like, I went down to the buffet. And uh, <laughs> so ever since, I say buffet instead. But yeah, I agree. Buffet. Mm, I want it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Tina, did you uh, find? I did. I had it on my TripIt oh, app. Oh, nice. That's TripIt. You can get it for free or get TripIt Pro for $49 a year, but you can put all your info in there. Tina's, and- Tina is sponsored today by TripIt. <laughs> by TripIt. <laughs> uh, let's see. We leave out of Athens. Well, actually, Piraeus Port. Uh, then the next day we're in Kusadasi, which is where Ephesus is. Okay. And we have a shore excursion there. Uh, the next day we're on roads and our excursion is included. We're going to Lindos and the Citadel of the Knights. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Then the day after that, which will be a Tuesday, we will be on Crete. Nice. Uh, then Santorini, we get there at 7 in the morning and don't leave until 2.30 the next morning. Wow. Um, okay. And then, oh, okay, that Thursday, uh, we only spend a few hours in Milos. Mm-hmm. And then we arrive in Mykonos in the evening and we don't leave Mykonos until 11 o'clock the next day. Wow. So okay. we are we're kind of thinking we all get off the ship, we have dinner somewhere mm-hmm. at one of those family restaurants, and then we'll have a full day the next day, and that's when me and Sharon are going to try to get over, over to uh Delos. Nice. So that's it, and then back to Athens. Okay. So yeah, like I said, it's very port heavy. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, mentioning all those times, you know, it obviously makes me think of the like the different time zones. Do you tend to for cruises, especially ones that are in other parts of the world, do you tend to try and get, I remember you mentioned flying in early. Do you fly in early yeah. to try and get used to the time difference? Yeah, I do. I mm-hmm. do. It's funny though, when I fly like east, like when I've gone to England, uh, I usually am not bothered by uh, jet lag. Mm-hmm. When I come back to the States is when I'm wiped out. Ah, uh, Okay. Well, I feel like it's probably because of just the motivation factor, because you're just so excited that it just anything that might drag it down or anything that might, uh, you know, have any type of like mental, uh, uh, mental, like tiredness like, towards you is just done away with because of your excitement. So I could see why it would work one way and not the other. Yeah, they always tell you like when like when I went to England, mm-hmm. I got there in the afternoon. They always tell you, you know, it's probably night where you've come from. Yeah. Just throw yourself just like, okay, it's the afternoon. Just and start going to bed on their time. Mm-hmm. And it, it works. Now, my mom, one time when she called me, <laughs> I was 
sleep. Oh, no. And she called me. She didn't know the time. And she said, what do you think about those fireworks? It was thunder over Louisville. And I'm like, I'm looking out the window and I'm going, what fireworks? And she said, what are you talking about? What fireworks? And I'm, I said, I don't see. And she said, oh, that's right. <laughs> My bad. Go back to sleep if you can. Go back, go back to sleep because I was like, it's three in the morning. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Rita. Rita. Yeah. She was, she was probably checking to make sure you were in your bed. Probably was. And then pulled back. What do you think about the fireworks? Isn't it always amazing how, how like, all parents just have that, like, that intuition? Like, they just know when... It's like, oh, they're out and and I don't know where they are. And so therefore I'm just going to, whenever I want yeah. to say and ask anything, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, in the middle of the night in another country somewhere. <laughs> <sighs> well, I had, yeah, I rented a, an international phone mm-hmm. when I was over there in, I think it was 2005. And as I would walk through London, I would call her up because I had unlimited data and yeah. I would tell her. I'm walking through this park. I'm here. I'm here. And then when I got down to the embankment and Big Ben was getting ready to chime and I held the phone up so she could hear it because she always wanted to travel and just never got mm. a chance to. So got living vicariously, though. I mean, there, there yeah. I think there is definitely, some, you know, obviously it's not the same, but I do think that there is this this mental component that does make it like more than just looking at pictures. Yes. You know, when absolutely. you actually know someone going through it and are seeing it live from that person's view. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And Stephanie, mm-hmm. I thought of one of Rita's guilty pleasures the other day and was telling a friend about it. And she was like, are you kidding? Jennifer Beale was in that <laughs> Did you see oh, the, the movie? The, the Bride. Oh, yeah, with Steam. Yes! <laughs> Wait, it's a movie called The Bride? Mm-hmm. I've it's, never seen it. I've never heard of it. It's, it's the unofficial sequel to The Bride of Frankenstein. And it <laughs> picks up from where that what? movie ended. And Sting plays Dr. Frankenstein. And Jennifer Beale played The Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, Sting. <laughs> yeah. Stephanie put Is it as great as it sounds? Oh, it's terrible. It's so campy. <laughs> it's bad. Is that like a mystery science, mystery science theater movie? Uh, if they if they mocked it, I'd probably get mad because mm. I know my mother knew it was bad, but she loves Sting. Oh, so okay, okay. Like, you know, yeah. um, we personal connection. Mark six three said the bride is a must watch. It it's so campy, and I think they kind of played it that way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my mom she would be sitting there like, uh, uh, he he needs to stop educating her. And start getting the love on. And I was just like, oh my God, my mother's playing this. Because <laughs> Steph, you remember, he thought he wanted her to be equal to a man. So he was educating her. And it's like, yeah, but when are y'all going to get it on? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> priorities, <laughs> Tina. Priorities, okay. <laughs> it's like, I can take all that education stuff, but come on. Well, um... Who else is in that? Uh, Quentin Crisp, who I know a lot of uh, some of the Brits might recognize his Mm. name. He was one of the, I guess, first celebrities to come out of the closet. And he did it like back in the 60s. Yeah. 
and he plays Dr. Pretorius. Hmm. And so he's not in it very long. And I think Clancy Brown played the monster, but don't hold me to that. Hmm. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I will hold you to it. And if you're wrong, you, you lose the prize. I don't know. Oh yeah. Yeah. You lose. Uh, Good day. You lose. <laughs> Good day. <laughs> Good day, sir. Uh, speaking of cruises though, a uh, Rosie G12 had apparently a, tr- not a cruise, but a trip planned to Bavaria and Austria last year, uh, but it had to get canceled. So they're hoping to do that one this year. Yeah. Have you ever been to Bavaria, Austria? Mm. No, I'd like love to. Yeah. And also Sharon says she's never heard of Tim Tams. Oh, well, Oh, we got to work on that. That's Sharon, it. That needs to be worked on. World Market. Check out world market and see if they might. Yeah. Yes, yeah. World market has. Every time I go down the international aisle at my Publix, boom, they still got those Tim Tams. Oh, nice. Haven't picked them up in a long time, <laughs> and it's Lent, so I probably won't, but hey, Easter Sunday, I might just need to be like, hey, let's get some Tim Tams today. Uh, Rosie G12 also says, what's a, t- what's a Tim Tam? Oh, gosh. All I can think of whenever I see the expression of what's a um, is from a very Potter musical, <laughs> which bless you, Absolutely. Uh, it's from a very Potter musical, which I always recommend because it's hilarious. But someone at one point says, you know, talks about Hufflepuffs, and it's a, you know it's a, it's a it's a commentary and it's a comedy based on the Harry Potter universe. And so the guy stands up and says, Hufflepuffs are particularly good finders, right? Trying to you know say Hufflepuffs are important. And then the guy that plays Dumbledore st- comes back with, "What the hell is a Hufflepuff?" <laughs> And it's like these are all the questions that I had as well. Like, what? What's a Hufflepuff? What? What is this? That's what I saw with that. What's a Tim Tam? What the heck is a Tim Tam? It's essentially a little, in the words of my UK brethren, it's a little chocolate biscuit. Yeah, I think that's the best way to describe it. And I see Will Gentry explain it that exact way. He says it's a chocolate biscuit type thing. Type thing, Will. Is that your proper English coming out? Hmm type thing uh <laughs> andrew, andrew says we andrew hoyle says we have tim tams in the uk but we call them penguins interesting i actually hadn't heard oh. that yet huh. uh pat s had said he thought that it was new zealand uh that had the tim Tams. i actually don't quite know uh robert has a question when you meet jesus what three questions will you ask him first so uh tina what did you ask him <sighs> I have always wondered that. Now, okay, I- I'll tell you one of them. Mm-hmm. I can't think of the other two. Yeah. The one I w- would love to ask him is, was Lee Harvey Oswald the only one involved in the JFK assassination or was there actually a conspiracy? Not a, a, Of course, at that point, it won't matter. Yeah. I just want to know. It's like, I just got to know. I got to know. What yeah. happened here? <laughs> That's a unique question. I never would have thought of that as being, but that one, it's like when a, we don't know, there's still such a mystery out there. Uh, Steph, what, what would you ask? What would be one question you would ask? Um, I guess, um, I know this sounds, this is really corny. It's totally me, but mm-hmm. I just say, what was it all for? Like, mm, what, yeah. Mine would be know, similar. Yeah. Pain, suffering, happiness, uh, light, Mm-hmm. pain pleasure why yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know 
I would I would probably go that route too, and I would probably do some type of quote from uh, the uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Just be like, "What's the meaning of life? Is it really forty two? I just really gotta know. I just really gotta <laughs> know." <laughs> I was thinking about Monty Python's the meaning of life when he's like, <laughs> "The death comes to the dinner party," and he's like, "You can just shut up now because you're dead." <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Meaning of life is one of the it's one of the ones I don't know as well. Is is that the one where they're singing at the dinner table about relations between people and the importance of certain elements of life? Every something has a soul, as it were. Oh yes, um, yes, that. <laughs> it's, it's every. Oh, we lost Tina. <laughs> We lost Tina, everybody, which means it's just oh, Steph no. on now. So, oh, so Steph, no. Steph, it's your show now. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, we'll wait, wait for we'll wait for, for okay. Tina to jump back in. I know okay. sometimes we we have some people having to jump out. Where are all those other people that are usually here? Please come. I know. <laughs> it's not one of those shows, Steph. It's not one of those shows. Uh, so we'll, we'll go. Ahead. We'll we'll stick with it. Oh, Tina's back. What's what's going oh, on? Yay. Tina? Thank God. Tina. Hello? Uh, T? Oh, Tina? there she is. Oh, there she is. Tina. Tina. I think she's here. I think she might be having some technical issues. Ooh. Okay. I'm hearing something. Tina. Hello? Tina. <laughs> All right. Well, while, while this that gets. It's the old Chia Pet commercial, right? Cha-cha-cha-cha-chia. Anyway, as we wait for her to uh, get some issues, we don't know what's going on yet. Uh, Your Muzzle Uncle, though, says, I remember those strawberry candy is they feel a lot. They fill a lot of Christmas socks. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, Soul Assassin also in the chat. Hail to you. Tina, are you back? No. Still working. Can you all hear me? We can hear you now. Yes. Yes. That is so weird. I think my Bose headphones went out, so I'm going to oh, go no. without them. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I mean, they just went boom, and it was like oh. I, I couldn't hear you all anymore. So I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to speak into my mic. Okay. Okay. Yeah, still sounds, right. still sounds good. Still coming through. Okay, good deal. Yeah, sorry, absolutely. Sorry, I missed the last few minutes. Oh, no, no. I'm, sorry that happened. No. I'm so glad you're back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I told I told Steph it's the Steph show now, and she's like, "No." <laughs> she's like, "Where are all the other people that are normally here?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, let's just uh, catch up with some chats. Michael Skewa says the Lion Bar was launched here in England in 1976 by Nestle. Getting back to the Lion Bar, it sounds delicious: chocolate caramel, or as I like to say, caramel. Uh, and wafers sounds delicious. Sounds wonderful. As uh, Stephanie B, I see you type in the duck, duck, duck goes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, John Castro in the chat as well. Um, let us see. Southeastern Kaiju. What's going on? Uh, <laughs> he has to say, instead of this is Sparta, this is Crete. Yes. <laughs> That's what y'all should do when y'all are there. Y'all should reenact. For some reason, y'all should reenact the Spartan scene, but but make it Crete instead, just to see what the people around you can be like. This what 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 are you doing? 
Uh, <laughs> uh, Pat S says, if you go to a Greek Orthodox mass, it counts as your obligation if you're in Greece. There you go. Oh, that'd be nice. I would actually want to go just because Greek Orthodox like celebrations in general are awesome. Like they're just, I, I've only ever been to one because we actually had a Greek, I think it was a Greek Catholic group come to one of our churches to celebrate. It was fascinating because um, you know how typically in, you know, in, in the Catholic church, right? You have, you have the bread and wine, right? by and blood of Christ. And it's, it's given at different times in the Greek tradition. What they do is they basically have a bunch of, almost little balls of, 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 of bread that are all put into the chalice of wine. And then you go up and they literally take this little spoon and they take one of the pieces of the soaked bread. And then you literally go up there and you have to like lean back so that they can then essentially like just drop it in your mouth. It's fascinating, oh, but it's wow. also kind of cool. Cause you're like, you're actually getting the, the body and blood at the same time. And so it's like, Oh, that's kind of cool actually how they did it. And, um, and so, yeah, I would I would go just to experience it because I also the music I imagine is going to be gorgeous. If you've never heard Greek chant before, oh wow, I never even thought about yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Thirsty's Warrior says, "I went to a funeral at a Greek Orthodox church once. After the service, they rolled out the mini bar, and we did ozu shots. Kind of a shock for a Baptist like me. <laughs> wow." <laughs> Well, if it had been a Catholic church, I would have said, hey, the, that's those Catholics for you. Um, but I guess the Greeks like to get down, too. <laughs> From the videos I've seen, yeah, they do. <laughs> oh, I mean, have you seen their baptisms? No, yes. I've seen the Oh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I show it to my kids. Yeah. <laughs> but say, Steph knows what I'm talking about. I show this to my kids every year when we talk about baptism. Because what they do is they literally, they'll, they'll dunk the kid Feet first, flip them over like nothing, right. dump them in head first, and then they do it like several times, and you're just looking at this little baby just being like tossed around essentially. It's 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 fantastic. It's a baby in a salad bowl. You're like she <laughs> pretty <"Shing."> much. <laughs> They're pretty much getting tossed around like a salad, as it were. Uh, <laughs> uh, your Muslim uncle then said, "The way you said Blu-ray reminds me of who's on first, Goofy." <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Slicer says, asking for a friend, how annoying does a guy have to be before you block him in the live chat and file a restraining order on him? Oh, no. You have to be... We really don't block a whole lot of people on the channel. You know, we... It it, it tends to be... There's two things that can get you in trouble with the Valks. And that's actual spam, like just nonstop, Mm -hmm. same thing over and over and over again. And targeted harassment. Those are pretty much the only two things that that will get the Valks angry. And when the Valks lay down that hammer, they have my full support because every time I see it, I'm like, I know you did it for a good reason. Uh, mm-hmm. And then there's one like subsection. Yeah, you know, like imagine it's like a contract. There's a subsection there that says every time Brad Noble is in the chat, that they have the right, <laughs> they have the right to time him out for whatever reason that they see fit. So. Um, <laughs> but other than that, those are really the only two ways. Oh, <laughs> oh Brad, he just he shows up whenever he wants and then he disappears and never calls and again. It's just awful. And, oh. Yeah, you know, buy, He buys me dinner, right? <laughs> and then he just never calls. It's just awful. It's awful. <laughs> I'm heartbroken by it. Uh, not another, I just love, cause I understand where this name comes from. 
but not another dime. Thank you very much for the super chat. <laughs> I just like it. I, I know it's about, you know, not giving money to the big corporations and to Hollywood and everything, but I just like how not another dime also gives super chats. So it's like not another dime, but here, here, here's a super chat. Just, just, just for your troubles. I appreciate it though. Not another dime. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Oh, soul assassin says Tina's cruise reviews, YouTube channel idea. Yes. Oh, there's so many. So many. (laughs) One of them needs to happen. Oh yeah. There's so many, there's so many YouTubers that do cruise reviews and, but they're uh, not Tina. Well, they're not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thank you. Hunky chunky, funky monkey. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure I'll get to that point in the chat at some point. You all know me. Uh, It's seven 40 in the chat. It's seven 57 in real life. So, we're, we're right on schedule, everybody. Uh, Super Anime Gamer was late and says, Hey, what is up, my dude? Long track of time, but happy birthday, Tina. Thank you. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, Bruce says, Tina said, I can come with them. Is that true? Uh, I can give you the name <laughs> of my of the travel agent that's arranging my group. And I think Bruce actually, just tried to invite himself. I think that's what it just yeah, happened. Yeah, it's actually very reasonable. So. <laughs> <laughs> Pat S has an important question though. What do they call a quarter pounder with cheese in Greece? Beats me. I can I'm struggling with Greek right now. Because so. <laughs> you, you've seen um oh now I'm blanking out on it. Twelve uh, fiction. Twelve fiction, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. I figured you had. I figured that you had, so a royale with cheese. Yeah, I wonder Royal. what they would call it in Greek. I, I even sure well here's here's a project for you when you go to greece you'll go to like you're gonna go to the nice places right but you're gonna see i'm sure a random like mcdonald's somewhere oh my god and you're gonna go you're not gonna buy anything all you're gonna do is just go in and then just say hey uh what do y'all call a quarter pound of cheese here just to see what reaction you get sharon can you imagine us going to a mcdonald's (laughs) we're gonna be in greece and (laughs) You say, oh, <laughs> and out of a lot of places to go, we know, you know, even for me who has never been there, we know Greece is known for food. Like it's it's one of the things that that it's known for is for yes. good food options. So yeah, <laughs> could you imagine going to a McDonald's in Greece? <laughs> now I went to Ireland once with my family, and I can tell you, and the, uh, <laughs> no offense to my UK brethren or anyone that might also be from Ireland, uh, but that's one of the few times where yeah, you know what. Going to McDonald's makes sense. The only time I ever ate at, I guess what you'd call an American fast food restaurant yeah. was when I was in London. I'd been on a Jack the Ripper tour. By oh. the time I got back to my hotel, it was after midnight and the I was starving. And the only thing that was open was a Burger King across from my hotel. Hmm. And I was like, I, I, I just need something. Wow. But otherwise, yeah. Um, I try to eat, you know, the, the local stuff, the things that they have. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, cause you're never going to be in that area for long. Like you're not going to be there, that area for long. You don't know when you're going to return. So, Hey, as the expression goes, when in Rome, in this case, you know, when in Greece, when in Greece, yeah. <laughs> well, it's the same thing. We in mm-hmm. my wife and I did our honeymoon in Iceland. And yes, I know <gasps> everyone's like Iceland. Trust me. It was fantastic. But one of the things that's like a to-do item over there that you see in some of like the, not the like official books, but some of like the more like 
here's here's how to really live the Iceland experience. There's this thing with hot dogs in in Iceland because they're made with a like because they have so many. I think there's more lambs or more sheep than people on yeah. in Iceland, and so they have to cook them up. And so hot dogs are a big thing, and they it's lamb hot dogs essentially, and they're delightful. Oh, yes. Love but it's a big thing. Uh, Sharon says, I know when Tina and I went to England, we visited Piccadilly Square at night. And I remember sitting at the steps at the fountain and it hit me. I was finally in England. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. That was a good, that was a great, that was a great trip, but we didn't get to do as much as we had wanted to, but mm-hmm. it was still a good trip. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> Alice McCarthy is, I think, trying to one-up you. He just says, I've been to Russia. And I said, that's on my bucket list. I want okay. to do a Baltic cruise someday. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, that w- Oh, Baltic cruise. That sounds delightful. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, Norwegian's boy. working on a new category of ships. Hmm. I went in on Cruise Critic, and they're coming along really nice, but they're called the Leonardo category. Mm-hmm. They're they're going to be a whole lot smaller. Most of these cruise ships are Massive. like 5,000 passengers or more. Yeah, uh, The Leonardo class is only going to have like uh, 3,000 passenger okay so it'll be able to get into smaller like through smaller sections that's that's what i'm hoping and i'm hoping that they will be doing a lot of the european uh cruises yeah so that because i know like when you take the baltic cruises uh the norwegian getaway had to like drop you off at one port and then bus you into the main port yeah and because it wouldn't fit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what I'm hoping. But it looks like it's coming along really well. And it looks, uh, the designs we've seen so far look very, very snazzy. Mm. <laughs> Would you say they're a little futuristic? A little bit. There's, mm. I don't know. It looks kind of Star Trekky on the oh. back. <laughs> well, that's exciting. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Hopefully OG Star Star Trek and not, you know... Yes, OG Star Trek, yes. <laughs> God forbid it was a... It's like a JJ Star Trek. <sighs> and speaking of J... Uh, speaking of JJ oh, no. level... Uh, JJ level questioning. Um, Nathan Slay says, What Tina would hate? A cruise with Tom Cruise. <laughs> Ooh, here, ooh, here's a question for Tina. If you found out, so so we we take away we take away the the vaccines, we take away all that stuff. What if you were told you can go on a cruise, but you have to hang out with Tom Cruise the entire time? I just hang with him. Okay, okay. Let him jump up and down his sofas, and I put on a pair of, like his Top Gun Ray Bands and. Just glare at him from behind them and think, God, you're such an idiot. Your wise left you. So. Oh, God. <laughs> That's actually a That's movie funny. I want to see. I want to see that now. <laughs> Tina and Cruz. Tina and Cruz. <laughs> the adventures. The adventures of Tina and Cruz. That's what it could be. <laughs> oh, man. That'd be fantastic. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, Sharon says, I've never had Tim Tams, but I have heard of them. Okay. I get it. Um, let's see. 
Uh, Michael Skewiff says, do you have Tango over there in America? It is the British equivalent of Fanta. Yes, I believe we have Tango. I've at least heard of it. If we don't have it, I've heard of it. Uh, Yeah. Sharon says she loves the Harry Potter musical. Yes, Sharon. So good. So funny. Recommend it highly to all people who have not seen it. Um, then Rosie G12 says a biscuit equals cookie. Yeah. So in America, biscuit means like nice, fluffy, buttery, uh, biscuit, right? You know, you go to, you go to, uh, you know, um, oh man, what was the place you go to Cracker Barrel? You go to Cracker Barrel, you get some nice, delicious, buttery biscuits, right? In England for them, a biscuit's like a little cracker or like a little, uh, a little, uh, a little Uh cookie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whenever it's, whenever they're like we're having tea and biscuits, it's not the actual biscuit that you would think of. It's actually like a cookie instead. Yeah, yeah. Those those English people, man, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and half I my audience bring, has like, now been ticked off. <laughs> oh, I would bring like real flour biscuits. I'd be the dum dum. Hi everybody. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be invited to a, a fancy party, and they'd be like tea and biscuit party. You'd be like, oh, I got the biscuits. And then I they're like, do. um, excuse me, miss. What, what is this? <laughs> and I'd be like, it's a biscuit. What? <laughs> <laughs> Please, sir, may I have some more? Please, sir, may I have some more? <laughs> to be honest, I think tea, like, like actual, like legit tea and like, American biscuits would actually be pretty good. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. I'd eat it. Yeah, a Thirstyth Warriors question to Jesus would be, "What really happened to Amelia Earhart?" Mm. Oh yeah, that's another that's a good one. one. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, uh, what's the what's the guy's name? Uh, like, like, there's a whole bunch of conspiracies about him. Uh, he like stole money and was on a plane and like jumped off the plane. Um, oh, uh, oh, sh- yeah. Um, DB Cooper. DB Co- Cooper. DB Cooper. Oh. DB Cooper. That's Cooper. what it is. Yeah. What and happened to DB Cooper? <laughs> Yes, and they did a thing on History Channel mm-hmm. where somebody thought they had tracked him down, and I think he, you know, had died since yeah. then. And they were doing all kinds of different, yeah. you know, DNA and stuff. And they're like, "Nah, that's not going to be it." And I don't <laughs> think we're ever going to find out. Oh. Absolutely. All right, so I jumped ahead in the chat a little bit because I want to make sure. That we have enough time for this. So so Tina was meant to talk about something on the last Chosen stream. And I very rudely cut her off. And I wanted to make sure that especially since this is her birthday stream. That she was able to, to share it. So uh, Tina, what were, what were a couple of those things that you wanted to, to talk about still? Okay. Um, you had asked me how many YouTube channels I sub to. Mm-hmm. And I went in and counted all of them. It's like 147, 48, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I started kind of rattling off some of the channels that I wanted to give uh, a big thumbs up to. So if, grab your paper and pencil and uh, write some of these down. And I'm not going to name anybody in the fandom menace, because I think all of you all are, you know, probably sub to them anyway. But um, a few of them I want to recommend Up from the Deaths and Al Altieri are both really into kaiju monsters. I definitely recommend them. That, that's the reason why I haven't watched that many movies this month, because I've been trying to find out about the history of Godzilla and 
all of the other kaiju monsters. Um, so I definitely recommend both of them. Uh, both of them. Uh, that Umbrella Guy, a lot of you all probably listen to anyway. Uh, Crimson Sin, I mentioned, was one of the first YouTube channels I ever subbed to, and they were the ones who did the first review of Alita and convinced me to see it. Hmm. Uh, they do a lot of like Star Trek, uh, Star Wars. Uh, right through here, I know they've been reviewing WandaVision and some of the episodes that they have just been like, oh my gosh, that was terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, <clears throat> oh my gosh, my sinuses. I apologize. Oh, no, that's okay. Um, with, with that, uh, there is now, I'm opened, I've opened up the giveaway. I see that. <laughs> so that anyone who wants to enter in uh, can do so so that at the end of the stream we can uh, we can go ahead and give away some some movies we've got films like total recall mall rats top gun going my way uh bad times at the el royale midway rambo last blood sonic the hedgehog 1917 and speed on blu-ray to give away so if you want to enter in for any of those uh follow the instructions and uh i'll i'll put this off the screen in a second but please continue tina all right um few others uh dave sundstrom s-u-n-d-s-t-r-o-m he does a lot of nostalgia mm-hmm. uh, like going back to the 50s and 60s as far as tv shows and he can come up with some interesting information about things that i didn't even know about and this is on like shows that i'm sure a lot of us have been watching for years like the andy mm-hmm. griffith show um he has so much trivia. So I recommend him uh, cult cinema classics. He tends to run a lot of cult movies. Uh, he'll do a live stream, play the movie. He will have a live chat. Uh, those are a lot of fun. Uh, Saber Spark. He's different. Uh, he does a lot of weird animation. Um one of the movies he found, I think somebody had told him about it, was Joshua and the Promised Land, which is based on the biblical story, but all of the characters are lions. Hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. And he considers that one of the worst movies he's one of the worst animated movies he's ever seen. But he he's got such an eye for detail on animation. That's the reason why I recommend him. Mm-hmm. Mysterious Mr. Enter. Uh, he's very quirky. He can be controversial. Uh, he will do animated atrocities and then he'll do animated uh, where he's giving it a thumbs up. But he's gotten into a few things that YouTube almost kicked him off because hmm. he was discussing what they were doing in the cartoon, but it turned out it was like YouTube didn't agree with what he was discussing. <laughs> so, um, but I've been listening to him for a couple of years. Uh, Phantom Strider. Um, he's an, I think he's Australian, but he gets in. He usually will do lists like the the best Sesame Seed episode, Sesame Street episodes. Uh, I was going to say the, Sesame Seed. That Sesame sounds interesting. Sesame Seed. Um, he did one the other day, the five worst Dora the Explorer episode. <laughs> and people in the, in the comments were like, well, all of them were, but you know, um, Cynic Snacks, his little shtick is he, he does a, animated pizza slice 
And he will get into uh, not necessarily cult movies, but a lot of popular movies. Mm -hmm. We'll cut them up. Uh, Dark Corners Reviews does a lot of horror. Um, They did a beautiful retrospective on uh, Bella Lugosi and also Lon Chaney Sr. that Mm -hmm. I highly recommend. Uh, Men of the West and Geek Zone, they're all Lord of the Rings. Uh, Mr. H reviews, a lot of you may know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shadow Streak. I'm trying to remember what Shadow Streak does. He also does animation. Weekend Warrior did a great three parter tearing the pieces of The Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And that was like, that was worth a sub. Uh, e Hacker, I mentioned him. That was Entertainment Hacker. They used to come to our chat a mm-hmm. lot. Uh, his channel, he mainly deals in the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard stuff, and sometimes uh, Harry and Meghan. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Steph has a lot to say about that one, I'm sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Johnny J O N N Y Bach B A A K. He does a lot of behind the scenes on uh, old television and also movies. Superboy Cinema, definitely recommend him. Uh, His videos are about movie projects that never happened. The most recent one I saw is the one where he discussed the Tim Burton, Nicolas Cage Superman that never came about. Warner Brothers went through this. They were like, oh, we don't want that script. We need another script. And they had all these writers coming in working on these Superman scripts. And it was like every young guy in Hollywood was trying on the Superman outfit, even Henry Cavill at the time. And this is the early odds. Then this J.J. Abrams wrote a script that was supposed to be a trilogy. It's called Superman Flyby, I think. Somebody leaked it on the internet and the Mm -hmm. Superman fans went ballistic. And they were like, I don't know who this idiot is, but he don't know anything about Superman. Uh, JJ said, Oh, it's the first draft, don't worry. <laughs> so, after all these millions of dollars and they were building sets, uh, Warner Brothers just decided, eh, You know what? Well, we don't want to do a Superman movie, let's do something else. Mm-hmm. So, they still don't know what they're doing at Warner Brothers. <laughs> it's almost like, did they ever really know what they were doing the last several years? <laughs> they did when Jack L. Warner. Oh, yeah. The founder, I mean, he would kick these people from one end. He'd be like, you are destroying my studio that me and my brothers built. What are you doing? Yeah. So, okay. So that's kind of genre driven. My movie study and analysis. Uh, Cinema Tyler, I have recommended a few times on the channel. He gets in very in-depth into movies like Apocalypse Now, Full Metal Jacket, There Will Be Blood. Mm. Uh, 100 years of film uh, his channel take does a video that usually runs 10 or 15 minutes he will take one year in the history of film and will find one movie that kind of you know shook up cinema one of them was the movie we looked at last summer Odin uh, the adventures of Robin Hood that was kind of the birth of the yes. role that they called it with your favorite Errol uh, Flynn my favorite airplane. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, Oliver Harper, he does some great movie analysis. Uh, he does a lot of retrospectives. Uh, most recent one I looked at was uh, Prometheus, which I've mm. never seen because I didn't have any interest in it. And 
I think the behind the scenes is probably more interesting than the movie. I don't know. <laughs> um, Greta Zinner, who is one of our regulars. Yes. Um, she she just did one on Edith Head mm-hmm. and the costumes that Edith Head did. And that the character in The Incredibles that says no capes was based on Edith Head. Yeah. And I didn't realize that. I was like, oh, no wonder that character looked familiar. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, she's our, she, she is a friend of the channel. And, um, you know, especially for her, she, uh, she does so much research. And, and that's why mm-hmm. for the longest time I said it'd be really cool to see a collaboration between you and, and Greta because both of y'all are so historically minded. Y'all both do your research, you do your reading. And so it'd be fascinating to hear a discussion between y'all about movie history, I think. Well, she was asking, what are your favorite costumes from Edith Head? And mm-hmm. I said, well, Grace Kelly in Rear Window, because it's like she's floating in those costumes. Mm-hmm. And Tim Novak in Vertigo. And uh, the costumes worn by uh, Deborah Paget, Ann Baxter, and Nina Foyge in The Ten Commandments. And I said, but I'm so glad that Edith Head had Yul Brenner wear this cape in this one scene, because he is working that cape, and you are looking at him and going, oh, you, you go, Yul. <laughs> Sweeping that cake behind you. <laughs> I know exactly that scene. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> also, Miss Martin Muses wishes you a happy birthday and is offered Thank once you. again another rose. Thank you. Yes, indeed. Uh, let's see. Minty Comedic Arts. Uh, he's another one that goes into, he usually does 10 or 15 things that you may not have known about like fill in the blank, whatever movie. And um, so that's kind of interesting because he comes up with things I never even knew before. He does a lot of research. Uh, Cut Short is kind of like Super Void Cinema. He talks about movie projects that never happened, TV projects that never happened. Uh, Film Brain is uh, a critic out of Britain. Uh, I like George Rakal Schmidt. Uh, I think he might be German, but uh, with the last name Schmidt, he 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 should be. Yeah, um, he doesn't do very many videos anymore, but I know he did one on why M Night Shyamalan has turned into a (laughs) disaster. That was pretty interesting. (laughs) Um, Nitpicks. Oh my gosh. Oh, nitpicks is pretty much what it, he does. He will pick movies that come out on Netflix and tear them to pieces. Mm. And he stays busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Supervoid uh, Cinema. Oh, I've already mentioned him. I had him on here twice. And Collative Learning. Um, he is a real expert in The Shining. Um, so if that's you know, one of your favorite movies or you kind of have wanted to know more about it, I would say go to his channel, mm-hmm. uh, C-O-L-L-A-T-I-V-E Learning. Uh, I've learned a few things about The Shining that I'm not sure I ever wanted to know. Behind the oh, scenes yeah. or in the film? Don't don't tell him. Yeah, in the film itself. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I know of a lot of the disturbing things behind the film, especially with oh, yeah. how they oh, treat that, that poor woman. Uh, but yeah. in the movie too. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's some little things that when he picked them out, I was like, 
I've seen this movie a hundred times and I never noticed that before. Mm-hmm. And now it's like I can't unsee it. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're into meditation or binaural beats or relaxation, I would recommend Jason Stevenson or Healing Vibrations or Relax Cafe Music. Mm-hmm. They just help you calm down. And uh, as far as my historical and mythology, um, this is the Tudor fan in me, the Anne Boleyn Files and Tudor Society, uh, Claire Ridgway. Uh, I've been part of her group probably for about 15 years or so. And she got a YouTube channel and every day she does something in Tudor history. And um, I mean, that way, you know, if you're not familiar with it, it kind of brings you up to date. She's even started doing like having uh, people can write in a question and say, hey, I saw this on the tutors that that actually happened. And usually it's like, <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> uh, did you John like the tutors as a show? I did. Okay. Overall, as a show, I liked it. Historically, there were things that I was like, oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> the one thing that really makes me mad is that they always portray Catherine of Aragon because she was a Spaniard, Mm -hmm. they always have her with dark hair. Catherine actually was uh, a redhead, like the two. Because I never knew that because they always, as you said, they always portray Mm -hmm. her with with the dark hair. With the dark hair. But she was, if you see several of her portraits, she was a redhead. Her mother, the Isabella of Spain, uh, is also a redhead. But they had English um, ancestors in their background that had married into the Spanish royal family. Okay. Uh, John Solo, J-O-N Solo. uh, He always says John shot first. He does a load of mythology and fairy tale history. So check him out. Uh, See you in history mythology. That's pretty obvious. Titanic honor and glory. That's obvious. Uh, defunct land goes into non-existent amusement parks and rides that don't exist anymore and I learned a lot about the stuff that Disney has tried and has failed at mm-hmm. so uh, Shadowversity I think a lot of us know uh, him uh, Bright Star Films um, I know they're kind of niche uh, Branded, Brandon Tincott Strictly comedy, does reviews, but he makes them, they're very funny. Uh, He does a lot of cult movies, a lot of Turkish Mm -hmm. movies, like Turkish Star Wars. Uh, (laughs) Which is Turkish Star Wars? Pretty much named any movie and put Turkish in front of it, and it exists. (laughs) Wow. Is it kind of like how every, every year there's a big movie? Like there's always like a like a C or D level version that's yes. like almost the exact same. Interesting. These are like Z level. Batman and Robin go to a strip club. Uh, Spider Man is actually a hired killer. Um, I'm not sure what Captain America was doing. Mm-hmm. Turkish Captain America, I should mm. say. Well, I wonder what Turkish so, Captain America would be like. <laughs> Turkish Captain. <laughs> uh, but that's, uh, yeah, Brandon Tincott, he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob Show, he also does, you know, like bad animation and everything. Phelan Porteous, if you are not looking at Phelan, you have to. Mm-hmm. I have learned so much about bad animation that has come out of, like, Germany. Uh, there was an old studio called Dingo that did these horrible 
animations with the same horrible music and the 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 characters would carry over from one cartoon to the other uh they made movies like uh lion and the king hmm. uh in which the king says stuff like my god or <laughs> one character says um the black panther your father is the black panther Dingo Pictures, everyone. Go Dingo check them out. Dingo Pictures. Dingo Pictures. <laughs> but here's the channel I definitely wanted to prop up because it ties into one of the things I didn't get to tell you all. Mm-hmm. His name is Obsolete Oddity. O-D-D-I-T-Y. And if you're interested in disappearances or strange histories or strange people, murder cases, Oddy does the most fascinating videos. Hmm. And uh, I just recommended him to Sharon. But here's what I was going to ask you on. I'm not in the chat uh, because I was reading it off my spreadsheet. But who's the inventor of the motion picture? Um, I guess it depends on how far back you want to go. Like uh, of moving pictures or of like the motion picture? The actual the person that in the history books that is credited with having created the moving picture. Oh man. Oh man. I say some people would mention people like Edison. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I know there's other names too, that are typically mentioned too. Okay. Uh, the actual inventor of the motion picture is a man named Joseph LaPrince. See, and I've never heard that name before in all the, it- the subjects because yeah. Yeah, i yeah because we i did movie general movie history in college never heard that name well uh he's kind of like mm-hmm. the nicholas tesla of uh motion pictures but he mm-hmm. is now being it's kind of like bill finger who created batman never got credit for it and is finally being given credit for it. okay joseph prince you can if you go on youtube you can see the motion the when I say motion pictures, don't go on there thinking you're going to see like a two-hour epic. Oh, no, We're yeah. talking about snippets. Yeah, well, I mean, the first ones were literally these very short sequences. Exactly. Uh, there were some people moving around in a backyard. I think he shot uh, some street, a street scene off um, a bridge in England. Hmm. But he was going to come back to the – he was French, but he was going to come back to the United States to file the patent. His wife was already in the States. Thomas Edison did know of what LaPrince had been doing. Okay. He goes to Dijon to visit his brother. His brother claims that he put LaPrince on the train. But when the train arrived in Paris, LaPrince was not on the train and his luggage wasn't either. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Okay. A few weeks later, a body was pulled out of, I guess, the same. Uh, of course, water does stuff to a body, but yeah. the face was still kind of intact. And they kind of, they've compared that body to Le Prince's last known picture. It could be him, but they're not sure. Okay, several speculations have been that um, he committed suicide because of money problems. Mm-hmm. Well, he had patented this motion picture machine, he wouldn't have had to worry about money for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. So that's probably unlikely. Another rumor that got out was that he had a gay lover and he took off with him. Well, that doesn't make any sense either because he was very excited about his machine. 
The other rumor, which most people believe, is that Thomas Edison had him murdered. Edison? Yes, because not long after Le Prince disappeared, Edison filed his patent with the patent office and was Uh... then declared the creator of motion pictures. Okay, to throw more, now we're getting like into JFK conspiracy. (laughs) Le Prince's son (laughs) had worked with him in the lab. He came up at dead in a hunting accident. Mm. <laughs> so he, he pulled a little Dick Cheney on him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I I whenever I, I hear hunting, hunting accident, that. that's all I can ever think of. I didn't say that. But anyway, yeah, uh, but it was thanks to Audie that I found out about this man. It was like he does all these disappearance stories. He didn't even have anything in the thumbnail that indicated this is the man who created movies. I was just like, oh, Audie's got, this is another video I haven't seen from a couple of years ago. And I look at it and I'm totally floored and I'm like, oh my God, I was meant to see this video because all these years, yes, Edison has been given credit for this. And I don't think he deserved it. Mm-hmm. And then people in the comments section were like, well, you know, Edison electrocuted an elephant to prove a point. Mm-hmm. And a lot of his people that worked in his lab, he stole their ideas and patented them as his own. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And she, so, uh, 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 Laura had mentioned in the chat because she re- just recently watched, I think it was her first time watching it, The Prestige. And she had mentioned yeah. that apparently the prestige talks or mentions something about like negatively about Edison. And I, I forgot yeah. that, but I, I kind of want to go back now and see, I wonder if Nolan kind of like tipped his hat to the, to this uh, general idea and concept. It could, it, it could be. And there's another movie that oh, I think it might've come out right before uh, COVID and then it never had a theatrical release and I think Tom Holland's in it but it was the battle between Tesla Edison and Westinghouse mm. and I've never seen it like on home video or anything so I get I don't even know the title so yeah you know, I, I wonder if we'll ever get to the day and I think it's like more time that goes by more information that comes out more people that actually like dedicate the research to publicly exposing this stuff I, I yeah. wonder if we'll come to a time when Edison will no longer be mentioned in any positive light whatsoever. I think it's already getting there yeah. because that video, Audie's video was like two or three years old. Mm-hmm. And when I was looking through the comments, I don't think I saw a positive comment about Edison. And mm-hmm. people were like, yeah, more and more is coming out about what a dirty, dirty person he was. Mm-hmm. And I mean, because and then somebody that's considered a, a an American hero, he wasn't supposed to be an American inventor. And but the idea that possibly he had this man murdered just, you know, so that he could be the first one to pass. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. People yeah. are people are people. So mm-hmm. but um the last of my channels, Officer Tatum, which I think Stephanie knows, he does political commentary. He's a police officer. Um, is he on YouTube Steph- still? He is on. He is I'm still so- on YouTube. Oh, I say because <laughs> politics today, as you know, on, on YouTube is. Uh... Yeah, he ran a video the other day. I was like, OK, I'm probably going to wake up tomorrow. And he won't be on there because he, he went there and it was still, <laughs> still there. Um. <laughs> I'm going to recommend our own Stephanie B. If you just want a little yes. bit of namaste. Yes. 
Yes. Uh, it's a trap productions who does a lot of gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, I recommend father Christopher's channel, the nerd father. And even though I'm not Catholic, it's like, I still enjoy watching it. Um, Cause it's jovial. He's a jovial he guy. And yes. I'm so happy whenever I'm able to join those first Saturday uh, of the month streams, because it's just, he, he gets a fun group of people. It's just, it's, yes. it's fun. You know, typically when people think about priest and clergy, people think like, ultra serious and and <laughs> no personality and no interest outside like it's just like the it's like the stereotype that i get as a religion teacher like i, I mention this yeah. to, go, to my kids all the time too i'm like do y'all honestly think that i just spend all of my time in the chapel pl- praying the rosary i go home and i'm praying and like i, I don't yes. do anything else <laughs> so it's like when they find out wait we, we heard that you had a youtube channel and it's like well, I'm a regular person, so and it's just yeah. that there's this connection. But yeah, Father Christopher Miller always it's it's great to have uh those those Aww. those talks because also you have other people like Miss Martin Muses is is on there yes. with us. Lady Gravemaster yeah. was on us with us uh, the other time, and it's oh it's so much fun. Uh, oh, and uh, uh John uh, F Trent for Bounding into Comics too. Yes, yes, yeah. and uh, and I guess the other one. This is just another fun channel. It's called uh, a friend of mine recommended it. It's called the Report of the Week. And this young guy, like once or twice a week, he will get a new food that's come out at a restaurant and he will eat it on the air and will give a review of it. Hmm. And he just reviewed McDonald's just came out with a new chicken sandwich. And okay. he said it's a little bit better than the one at Chick-fil-A. Whoa. It is. It is. It is. You've had what? it? Yes. What? Chick-fil-A burned their bridge with <laughs> me. Oh, oh. Is it because they flip flop on on a certain issue or? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I got you. I got you. No, I still they had the bird nest on the ground. <laughs> no, we're gonna virtue signal. So yeah, I'm done. I yeah. I I see. Here's the thing. I've never really liked them because I've always thought their food was overpriced for what you get. Like yeah, you get good yeah, service, yeah. but to me, I'm like. I can go over to like Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King, get that mm-hmm. dollar menu, and it's pretty good stuff. And now, now yeah. you're telling me that the McDonald's chicken sandwich is now like, yep. yep. He said there's mm. two versions. There's <clears throat> there's the like the I guess kind of a country style, okay, that has some breading on it, and then there's a spicy, but the spice seems to be in the sauce itself. But it's just fun because he dresses up. He puts on like a three piece suit. He's so adorable. So he dresses and, up to go to to go to Popeyes and to go to yeah. like McDonald's and everything. <laughs> yeah, and then he'll sit like in his uh, either on his patio or That's he'll perfect. be in his office, and he's like, "Well, today I'm going to review whatever." And it's it's just a fun, silly channel because. You know, you know, that's why I said watch Brandon Tincott and, and Phalus and yeah. Red Letter Media because sometimes you just you gotta get away from the fandom menace stuff sometimes and the other oh, yeah. stuff and just laugh, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. You know, and it's it's one of those things where I I know a lot of people who you know, have been longtime members and they always tell me like, Hey, I, I haven't been around because I've been trying to, you know, to kind of detox from it all. Right. Yeah. Because, yes. and it's something that I've always had to think of too. Right. You know, do, and that's why I, I think I've, I've kind of moved away more so from it than, than previously where for a long time, I know I was literally like every time there was something negative that I could talk about, I would, but I can see how yeah. that can become very grating and it can become very, like it, it, it became this giant weight, right? That weighs you down. And every now and then you just need to 
go off and watch a channel, have some fun instead, you know? Absolutely. Because I mean, I, there are some of Phalus's videos that I've watched five, six, seven times because they're hilarious. Yeah. And especially when he's talking about Dingo Pictures, Golden Books, which was a series of stuff and uh, animated movies. Yeah. When he's talking about them and their bad animation and how they come up with these, uh, oh, their Aladdin came out the same year as guess who's Aladdin? You know, there are like a zillion versions of Beauty and the Beast. There are some awful versions of Hunchback. There's one when Hunchback gets thrown off the cathedral and he sprouts wings and flies. <laughs> so wait a minute, wait a minute, because here's because yeah. here's how I can see how they so the metaphor or the, the thought process there is that in that Hunchback he was hiding wings the entire time, the entire time, and even when they whipped yeah. him, his wings didn't pop out. Uh. Oh. I, think, I think that's a golden one, oh, but the, it's man. called The Secret of the Hunchback. If you ever see a cartoon called The Secret of, stay far away from it. <laughs> <laughs> the Secret so, of, always stay away from, you said? Always say, The Secret of Mulan, she's a bug. The Secret of mm. Anastasia, her dead family are in musical instruments that follow her around. The secret of the hunchback. Uh, yeah, he sprouts wings and flies off. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. That's. Yeah, see, for me, my escape tends to be more like into tech channels. Uh, yeah. I always mention that I'm a fan of, of Tim Pool because he talks about politics stuff. But there's other times, too, on his show where it's just like fun, like random, random discussions. But then I also dive into like music stuff. Like, let me just pull up my uh my history real quick because yeah today i've been on a Yu-Gi-Oh kick so i used to play mm-hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh, collect Yu-Gi-Oh cards when i was a kid and my mom and dad have have my my deck somewhere we don't know where it is we haven't found oh, it yet man. but i've been diving into it so i ended up today <laughs> when i went ahead and bought some cards i bought some uh some cards for the first time in you know probably a good you know 15 years or so um, but one of them apparently has like some of the original decks with like MP- anyone that's a fan of Yu-Gi-Oh or ever heard of it might n- know this, but it'll have all all the parts of Exodia. Uh, it'll have like the you know Dark Magician and like all the classic stuff. So literally, it's like nonstop videos about that. And then I also watched a little bit about Chaos Magic because there's some connections there with um, things that have been going. Because my wife has been watching because my wife is her own person. She's a strong, independent person. And so she has been watching. Uh, uh, she's finally started to watch the. Um, oh, my God. I'm blanking out. Scarlet. WandaVision. She's been watching WandaVision. Uh, and so uh, I decided to, because we were spending time together, I we watched it together. And so I finally caught up on it. But it actually kind of got interesting a little bit with this chaos magic. So I watched videos about what chaos magic is. Oh, wow. Um, well, yeah. Well, that one, one person, I think I mentioned him the last stream sideways is the guy who did the 90 minute rant Mm -hmm. about cats and never mentioned the special effects hardly at all Mm -hmm. it was like i I was like at the end of his video i was like he's gonna have an aneurysm (laughs) (laughs) uh, from talking about this but no the way they filmed it was that there was no orchestra on the set if i understand this right they had the actors setting their own pace and rhythm by listening to music like in their their headphones or their earbuds. 
which meant that when the orchestra and the conductor got ready to do the accompaniment, they had to work the music into what the performer was doing, not the other way around. Mm -hmm. Nothing was in sync. Yeah. Uh, he even said that one, thank you, Jedi Starship. Um, oh. He said the, the scene with the dancing roaches, he said the tapping's not even in sync, <laughs> if you look at it. Uh, what's her face was singing, I think, the harmony, not the melody. Thematically, it's off. If you know anything about the Cats musical and what it's supposed to be about, he said the theme is off. There were things that they were doing that it throws the entire story off. But I, oh, and then there was another channel. I'm not sub to her, but she was in a performance of Cats on stage. She played the the white cat. Okay, okay. And she did a review of it and oh, was boy. tearing it to pieces. But no, I'm like Sideways. Sideways was like, uh, everybody harps about the CGI. He said, oh, that's the less of his problem. Yeah. Uh, my, my wife and I watched a similar one, but what's interesting too is I showed my wife the beginning of the movie, and immediately she was just like, "What in the world am I watching?" Because you know it's just jellical cats and the jellical way, <laughs> jellical, jellical, and you're just like, "What the hell is a jellical what cat?" Um, but then we decided this is actually the first time I watched the Broadway, so we watched the Broadway version, and there was like a, a filmed version of that, and it was like somehow it was completely different. Like, even it though is. it was the same music, same tone, yeah. there was just something about it that was mm -hmm. so... And I was just like, this still nightmare fuel is not nearly... is not even close to as bad as, exactly. as what we got in the film. Exactly. And he's also the one who did... I don't remember how long it lasted, but he also did What's Wrong with Les Mis, the movie version. Same director. But he almost tore up those uh, those people's voices. If you compare, like, I know they handed Anne Hathaway an Oscar for her performance, but he said if you compare I her performance to what they have done in stage performances. Sorry, I had to sing the Oscar they, performance. She's, just, she's, she's terrible. Her breath control is off. <laughs> yeah. You know, but yeah. She's good like, for an actress. She's good for a yeah. non-trained actress. And that's the reason why everyone's yeah. saying she's amazing. It's like, yes, for someone that has not had training and was able to get trained for a movie and and yeah yeah i would agree but compare her to a broadway like that's why the the girl that played eponine was a broadway actress like she had been in the revival of it or but anyway you could just tell like the quality between the two vastly different yeah uh i know hugh jackman almost tore up his voice because he was doing some kind of dieting or something that oh, Lord. sideways that you never ever do before you're getting ready to do something like yeah. that and then he had he was like Russell Crowe's not bad, but Tom Hooper just is not a good director. And what do you mean? What do you what do you mean Russell Crowe's not bad? Well, he was just saying that Two Fog is good. They're not they're not bad at all. I thought it would be awful, but it was a pretty yeah. good concert. Yeah. But he was no singing joke. like Johnny Cash and Blue yeah. and like that. And that's what his <laughs> voice is made for. You don't stick him in like a Broadway musical and say, okay, Russell, you're going to belt out this. But you know what? He tried. He did try. He, he did get it. training. He did get training. And what's funny is that he was worse in the movie than he was at the live performance they did at the Oscars. Because like when, when he sang at the Oscars, he kept the training. Apparently, he kept training after. And I was just like, 
Why didn't you sound like that in the movie? Like, <laughs> why are you sounding really great for? Is that a puppy dog out here? That was sorry. That was Brandy. Oh, it's a puppy. Oh, it's a puppy. Because all I can ever think of now, whenever I think of Russell Crowe in that movie, is this is the note he hits right before he dies. Because he just says, oh. "I am done, done, no. done," and well, the I, and also. I, <laughs> it's one of those moments too where you realize certain things from the stage can't translate on film because the stage yeah. version of his death he just falls and he disappears and you're like I know what happened I get it but then in the movie they have to show it and so there's this CGI element but then if you go back and look when he oh hits the water God. it's the most cringeworthy thing because <laughs> you just see the body it's like not a real it's like a fake body and so it's like oh, oddly stiff as it hits and it's like it's a dummy that just hit the water. What the heck are we this watching here? This is like Wonder Woman rolling with those dummies <laughs> in the room. Uh, yeah, Sideways is really good. I mean, I, for me to devote 90 minutes of my life to watch him tear apart a movie I didn't even care about, but then for me to sit there and go, oh, my God, they should never let Tom Hooper do another musical. This is awful. Yep. And uh, someone mentioned since you were talking about different channels, you know, it's it's a channel that I don't promote a whole lot because there there have they have had a lot of issues in the past. But Angry Mango did a good shout. Um, Ryan George of Screen Rant does those pitch meetings. Those yes. are brilliant. Yes, they are. My wife and I are now obsessed with those, and so now it's just we quote it. So like he'll go into a movie to into a rant, and we know that he's about to drop a line, and they're like, "Oh, that's probably gonna be pretty hard, right?" No, not at all. Barely an inconvenience. <laughs> Oh so my good. god! Well, that that was like when I went to see *Phantom of the Opera*, which is one of my favorite musicals. I've seen it several times. Me and Sharon, when we were in London in 2009, we sat under the chandelier at Her <sighs> Majesty's and watched a performance of it. Nice. It was fantastic. And uh, but I went to see *Phantom of the Opera*. I think this is another case of the director forgot to ask the actor, do you know how to sing before they, you know, hired them. And I know with Johnny Depp, it worked when Tim Burton hired him for Sweeney Todd and didn't ask him, well, hey, Johnny, can you yeah. sing? And It you worked know. as much as it could. I, yeah, yeah, it you could. Know. And, uh, but <sighs> Phantom... Every time Gerard got ready to hit one of those notes, that, oh my gosh, when I would hear Michael Crawford sing those notes and it was just like you would melt. Yeah. And I would be, I was clutching the arms of the chair at the theater going, let him hit that note. Please let him hit that note. Oh, he kind of hit it. Barda! <laughs> don't let me down. Please don't let me down. Well, you know what? That was the first movie I ever saw Gerard in because 300 yeah. hadn't come out yet. Yeah. So, Mr. Martin yeah, says it right. Nothing replaces a trained tenor in that role. Thank you. Yep. Thank you, Ms. Martin. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I heard uh, the first time I saw Phantom Live, the, the man who played the Phantom was in Godfather 3. He played Anthony Corleone, who was an opera singer. I always forget that. Yeah. Yeah, and to think that we got to see him live, you know, it was me and my baby sister, and we talked about that, you know, it was just like, oh my goodness, we got to, we got to see him, for real. Um, and then the, the actor that Sharon and I saw mm-hmm. in London, 
he went on to he played the Phantom. Yeah. In the Phantom of the Opera movie, he played Christine's father. He just has this brief scene where he's uh, on his deathbed. Mm-hmm. The same same singer. Yeah. So, nice. but please. Please don't ever go. Don't ever support "Love Never Dies." I the cat destroyed the first copy, and then Weber was like, "I'm going to rewrite it." And it was like, "No, you shouldn't have. This is terrible." <laughs> oh, but there are some people that 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 swear by it. But I'm so glad you were able to shout out your channels. Sorry again yeah. for for cutting you off this past yeah. week. <laughs> But yeah, I didn't want to prop up some people that aren't part of the fandom menace mm-hmm. and go watch, especially Oddity. Definitely check it out. You can just mm-hmm. binge watch his videos. It is, it's great. Yeah, I'm going to look. I'm going to post a link to that because I know that we, we it's hard sometimes to, to keep up with everything uh, with the links. And uh, so what's the full name of the channel again? Uh, it is Obsolete. Obsolete Oddity. Oddity. Uh-huh. Obsolete Oddity. And he has such a lovely voice. I think he's Swiss, he said. Oh. And uh, he'll he, he just go on, look at the videos and just find one you want to look at. And then the next thing you know, oh, I'm going to look at another one. I'm going to look at another one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just posted his link in the chat. So uh, you can check it out there with that link next to Odin Question. As Miss Martin Muses drops a super chat. Thank you very much, Miss Martin Muses, for the super chat. says, I got to see, she got to see Michael Crawford in London as the Phantom in the summer of 1987, unbelievable. That's 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 fantastic. I will say, for my to be honest, for me, I uh, not I he's not my favorite of the Phantom voices, um, and, and it's just because I I like a darker tone to the Phantom right. for me. I guess a preference thing, but I still appre- I mean. I still appreciate to hell everything that he's done done for that role, right? Because he is when people think of Phantom, he is the quintessential Phantom. Yeah. Um. Yes. So for sure. So that's amazing that you got to see him. Uh. And then she went on to say that she didn't get to see Sarah Brightman, but rather the alternate Rebecca Kane. But I'll say this much about Broadway and about uh, revivals and you know all all of like the major theater places. If you, it doesn't matter if you get the lead or not, if you get one of those understudies in there, you're going to get a class act top-notch mm-hmm. person uh, because typically I've seen shows where you know initially you're like ah oh, I went for I wanted to see the star but then you see the understudy and you're like damn this person's might even be better than than yeah. the star because they're just uh, everyone it's just there's so much talent behind the scenes oh my god yeah well Tina it's your birthday okay. and so in honor of your birthday not only of course are you gonna get a ton of stuff um but <laughs> What was that, Steph? Oh, I just said happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Tina. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I know Michael Crawford, but, you know, it's... I'd have to have, like, a to you. I can't even do his. His, his. It's just, again, it's just that classic, classic style. I can't do it. But anyway. Damn you, I Father. Would... Father just said Russell Crowe did it better. <sighs> Father. Father, I that'll be five Hail Marys for your penance. I used to sing that Phantom soundtrack so much. I was singing The Soprano. But, well, I used to be, when I was 
in chorus. I used to be a soprano. Yeah. I see the fingerprint pattern. <laughs> Drop my voice down so I'm an alto now. As Blake St. Clair comes in and says, now try it as Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to you. <laughs> so um, when I was in high school, I, a classmate of mine, uh, very, it was a very flamboyant individual. And so one day he actually in class sang happy birthday to a fellow student and he sang it a la Marilyn Monroe. And it was a memory <laughs> I will always hold on to because obviously we, we, we thought it was funny and everything, but it was also a time when our teacher broke. Like, you know, our teachers are always supposed to be, you know, reserved, yeah. held back and everything. We, I, we would just look over and our, and our teacher was just trying her best to hold in her laughter with what was going on <laughs> but it was just um as father says nemo dot quote non habet don't don't act like you know those latin words in here father <laughs> how dare you but anyway in honor of tina's birthday we are doing a giveaway so thank you everyone for entering in uh if you were not able to enter in sorry but um, the giveaway is now it's now closed, uh, but right now we do have several people who have entered in, so I'll read off those people first. These are people who have entered in. Uh, 13th Warrior, Orange Hat Reviews, Nathan Slay, Mr. Roy, Hardwick, uh, <laughs> Slice of Neons, Hound 3000, The New Number 2, General Wingster, Balan the Hobbit, Pat S., Will Gentry, and Mark 63366. Uh, if you try to enter in and there were technical issues, again, I apologize, but that um, uh, is unfortunately just the, the way... That sometimes the internet works. Uh, so we'll go ahead and pick some winners. And uh, winners, you'll be able to choose... Uh, we'll, we'll do two. You'll have two. Uh, options of two of the movies. And uh, we'll, we'll, pick, uh, we'll pick several, of course. So our, our first winner is Mr. Roy. So Mr. Roy, if you're still in the chat, good sir. Uh, claim your prize. Uh, and if you need a reminder... Um, here are some of the movies that are available. So you got Total Recall, Mallrats, Top Gun, uh, Going My Way, Bad Times, El Royale, Midway, Rambo, Last Blood, Sonic, 1917, Speed. So, Mr. Roy, let me know uh, which two you would like from that set. And then Yay, once we once we get him confirmed, we'll be able to pick another one. What's going on, Steph? Oh, I was just saying yay from her, Mr. Roy. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. As I see, Mr. Roy was over on DLive posting uh, some fun some fun gifts over there. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> All right. He says Sonic and Top Gun. They are yours. Ooh. All right. So Sonic and Top Gun are off the table. Good choices. Fantastic choices. All righty. Next winner. So, again, you'll get to choose two as well is Will Gentry from across the pond. And I do ship internationally, so uh, Will Gentry. Which one of the ones do you want? We still got Total Recall, Mall Rats, Going My Way, Bad Times, Midway, Rambo, Last Blood, and 1917. So again, you have an option of two. If you only want one because you have the others, that's fine too. Uh, but which one or two would you like, Mr. Will Gentry? If he is indeed still here. Total Recall and Speed. There he is. He knew exactly what he wanted. Alrighty. So I got that going on there. And I'm going to have to probably write down who, who won what. But I am at least putting him into the stacks. Alright. Uh, uh, another winner. General Winkster. Oh, the Pet Troll. He won. The Pet Troll won. <laughs> General <Yay>! Winkster. <laughs> 
And there was much rejoicing. Yay. Yay. So same, same thing. Uh, so yeah, uh, that that's how I can remember. Yeah, winners, make sure you email me, DM me, message me. Uh, whichever way you've already contacted me if you've won anything before, just confirming your shipping address and also saying which movies are yours that way can help me um, when I'm getting all that stuff together. General Wingster just says, I hate you all. That's that's not very nice. That's not very nice. You won something. Or did all the films that you wanted get taken already? That is mean, General Wingster. I expected nothing less from you, though, because you are our petrol. Um, Sharon, Sharon Ferguson, thank you for the five dollars. That's a super chat. Says hail to Odin and the Valkyries. Well, thank you very much. Oh, I, I, I very much appreciate that. Thank you. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Sweet. So, anyway, General Wingster, um, I'm not hearing any options here, General Wingster. Going once before I have to choose somebody else. 1917 and El Royale. Sounds good. Same thing. Oh. Email me. Confirming addresses. And again, I know that some of y'all probably already have your address, but I always like just to make sure. All right. Uh, next winner, we do have four movies left. So our next winner is Thirsteenth Warrior. Thirsteenth Warrior. Claim your prize, Thirsteenth Warrior. We've got Mall Rats, Going My Way, Midway, and Rambo Last Blood. And I will have you note that three of, of the movies have their slipcovers. So for any collectors out there, slipcovers are the way to go. They are fantastic. So anyway, 13th Warrior. Where'd he go? Oh, there he is. Uh, Midway oh. and Rambo. You got it, man. Midway and Rambo. I'll put those on top of the evil Mulan over here. All right. <laughs> All right, and then we got one more winner, and it is Orange Hat Reviews. So Orange Hat Reviews, you get Mall Rats and Going My Way. Um, if you already have one or the other, uh, you can just take one, and then we can roll once more. But if you don't have either and you want both, you can have both. So again, Going My Way and Mall Rats for right. Orange Hat Reviews. Congratulations. He's a... Member, Patreon member as well, longtime subscriber. Stan Lee makes an appearance in Mallrats. It's a good one. Yes, yes, he does. That his whole thing about love, right there. Oh. Mm, it's a great, and I love how he just at the end says, "Yeah, I gave him was it from Spider Man? He did it." Yeah. <laughs> Boom! He doesn't have either, so he's taken them. Perfect. Well, you got it, and. uh that that's that's it. That's that that's all there is to give away. So uh, bef before we end this show, um, Tina, anything else you want to say or share? Anything that you weren't able to say beforehand, or just anything in general? The floor is yours, birthday girl. Oh, <laughs> oh I feel bad for you, DC fans. I really do. I I just. That's just so sad. I mean, this man, he's just like, was it the Silver Surfer or one of those characters in the comic books that just goes around destroying one, you know, one planet after another? That's JJ. Mm -hmm. Oh. Star Trek, Star Wars, now DC. And then I even heard he's going to get his hands on Constantine. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, no. 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 That's news stop. to me. Stop, 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 stop. So... 
So anyway, yeah, and I mean, then then you hire an ist to write your Superman script. <gasps> that oh yeah, that dude. I was listening to. Yeah. Uh, I will, I will, I'll pro I will promote a channel. Not that he needs any promotion for me, but if you are not a follower of young Rippa 59, highly, yeah. highly recommend young Rippa because he, um, obviously, you know, he does delve into politics. So if that's not your thing, one thing he is doing though, is he's starting a, a channel dedicated just to the, like the pop culture stuff, like just to the entertainment stuff. And then his main channel is going to be what it always was, which is a mixture of politics and entertainment. But he has some great segments up right now talking about this guy. Uh, his last name's Coates, I think. And yeah. if you want a good explanation as to why this guy is dangerous for the Superman character and also criticism of what they're probably going to do with this character, Young Rippa has a fantastic take on it. And I will say, uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shout out my Valks here because I know that they're I know they're in the process of moving over to this platform. I highly recommend that you follow him over on Odyssey, the all-tech platform Odyssey, um, because it is the future. And I know that he is in the up and up with the people over there. So um, good things are coming soon. But yeah, support yeah. him on Odyssey. I'll go ahead and uh, I'll, I'll share the Odyssey link. And then uh, the Valks can click on the link and can create an account. And then they can <laughs> follow me as well. My click doesn't work. Oh, does oh it doesn't work really? Mm -mm. Oh, I don't no. know how to work the internet. Oh really? Hello. Hello. Oh oh really? Is that is that the case? <laughs> well, I just posted the link to uh, Young Rippa's Odyssey, and oh well, don't worry, we can. You know, there's these apps now that let me like control computers and you know like <laughs> click on links and 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 help you through it. We'll do that. I'll, I'll get you signed up. Don't worry. Thank you. <laughs> Everybody, everybody wants to be Hardwood's a cat. Right. They're planning on stripping the, the religion out of it. Out of so which one? Out of Constantine. <sighs> Why? You That's can't have point. it without it. You can't yeah. have angels and demons without some what? sense of religion. Man. I mean... That's the whole point. I know. Well, JJ, JJ is demonic. So, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just so, I've never seen anybody like this. I mean, I know I sit around, I joke about him and everything and the lens flares and all, but I mean, people, this is, this is not normal. Yeah. I never know anybody in the history of movies that wheedle their way into stuff has never really created anything and when he does kind of create he leaves it mm -hmm. so i i just know but no i feel i feel bad for the dc fans i you know i mean when i was growing up my grandparents wouldn't let me read comic books mm -hmm. uh, my mom wouldn't let me read them because they thought they you know were evil yeah and occasionally a neighbor kid would let me read one and i like superman mm -hmm. so that's kind of the one i grew up on so i yeah. you know i i hate to I, I hate to see this so yeah now i can't think i understand why walter hamada in that interview he did said oh no the time <laughs> verse is like a cul-de-sac well that's probably why because they knew already yeah that jj was waiting in the wings and they're paying him a half a billion dollars <sighs> Mm -mm. Yeah, Andrew Hoyle says that uh, JJ loves to put the severed heads of the franchises he's destroyed in his trophy case. Yeah, and I think that's fact. And Hardwick, as he's yeah. doing, JJ's doing HBO Max Constantine show, which will not 
only rip out religious themes, but also will apparently race swap him as well. Um, and this is separate from, there's also apparently a Keanu, uh, Keanu Reeves Constantine movie as well. Yes. It's separate. Yeah. So that's good yeah. at least. Okay. Yes. But still. So just, if this you don't have really HBO Max already, then there's no, um, or just get HBO Max so you can watch the Snyder Cut because Snyder Cut's coming up, everybody. Woo, it's right I around the corner. Still, I still need a password. <laughs> Tina will take care of you. Tina will take care of you. <laughs> Once it actually comes out, we'll take care of you. Don't worry. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, you'll be taken care of. So. Oh, well, thank you. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Stephanie will need it, too. Allegedly, right. yes. And she'll be taken care of as well, allegedly. Oh. Yes. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> yes. I can neither confirm nor deny. Uh. Uh, my lawyers are telling me to say this. Uh, the new, the new number two also says, happy birthday to Tina. Happy birthday to you. So happy birthday from oh, new number two. You. As Sharon Ferguson just drops it in, says, that's what I said. It's the whole point. JJ has no soul. Uh, as father comes in, dropping the facts. Mm-hmm. So do we need to spray him with holy water? Yes, father. Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> uh and thirsty warrior says jj just wants us all to be less white uh by ignoring his own whiteness of course uh rosie t12 then says the left wants to destroy our culture by erasing it that's why they establish works and destroy them with remakes yeah um and, and talking about young ripper he gets he talks about this all the time right this is tokenism right instead of it actually creating a new character creating someone who is of a certain race who is of a certain gender who is of a certain whatever they have to tokenize these characters right they have to say oh no but we want to have black superman or we want to have this or that and it's like no make something new right create something new but as we all know they can't create they can only destroy they can only destroy um and uh, that is gonna be it and uh, again if i didn't get to your comments tonight everybody your questions i apologize but tonight was all about the birthday girl tina and of course it's been great to have her on and to have the love and support of Steph, both of my Valkyries. They're both amazing and fantastic. So now you can uh, have some voices to uh, the, the chat names that you always see in the chat. Um, and they are, again, they are the rock, the glue that Aww. holds the channel together. Aww. And uh, I always appreciate everything that they do. And it's always great to be able to celebrate these. And now I know exactly what we'll be doing for Steph's birthday in the future as yes. well. And then it'll be all about her. Oh, I can't. Her. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't talk. <laughs> you do just fine, though. Okay. Well, well here, here's what it is. All, all I'll do, I'll know how, I know how to get you to talk. All I'll be like is, yeah, Texas is overrated. What? Uh-oh. <laughs> Boom. Them fighting words. Yes, it is. I'm going to whip you behind, I'm going to whip you. I have a a t-shirt that says introverted, but willing to talk about Texas. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that is the introverted Texan, right? It's like, I'm introverted, but as soon as you mention Texas, I will talk as much as you need. Uh, and that, as we say, that angry mango coming at the end with the five dollar super chat saying, "Happy birthday, Tina! Wishing you endless days filled with happiness and joy." Oh, thank did you. y'all thank see you. what? Did y'all see what General Winkster just said? Oh, what he? Uh, I'm we, offended. For it, your birthday, we'll celebrate the life and times of Will Smith. 
Are you kidding? <laughs> it's your favorite person, right? In fact, hey, how about we I have think... a we have a, we'll have a Will Smith marathon on your birthday? That's just me. That's, <laughs> that is me. That's that's. Cool. Well, you know, we'll start off with some Wild Wild West, right? And then. <laughs> I have never. I haven't seen one of his movies ever. ever. Oh, you have to. See, you have to see Wild Wild West just no, for I how bad not. it is. Just for how bad it is. It was his name. Got his stupid spider that I think he wanted in a. Uh, oh yeah, the the, the smoke in a Superman movie or a Batman <sighs> Sunlight. movie. It, it definitely looks like it comes from it. That's for sure. Um, oh also, God. Sharon Ferguson says she wants that shirt you have with. Uh, I'm an introvert, but ask me about Texas. Um, <laughs> And Sharon, then, yeah, it's um, it's TexasHumor.com, and it's got a bunch of cool like T-shirts, and it's all local. They're in San Antonio, and um, they've got really cool Texas swag, like really good stuff. So. Mm. There you go, there you go. So Texas Humor, you said? Yes. Nice. TexasHumor.com. Go check it out. And uh, let's see. Uh, Sharon says, "I always say, don't get me started on Texas history. I will never shut up." Um, Alex McCarthy once again proves that he has terrible taste in movies by saying, I like Wild Wild West. <laughs> now, I like it too in the fact that it's bad. It's so bad that it's funny, but I have a feeling that you actually uh, enjoy it. Um, <laughs> uh, and then Father says, Odin seen Wild Wild West, but never seen Phil in the movie. This is a fact. <laughs> Don't think too deeply on it because it'll make you mad in the end. But anyway, thank you all very much for being here this evening. This has been a ton of fun. Uh, let me go ahead and just upload and update this real quick. Um, ooh, speaking of update, I need to update. Uh, there's so many things I forgot to do. Anyway, let's let's uh, let's update this real quick. The members that I need to shout out: uh, MTAC Shark, Forever Sci-Fi, FCC 2014, Rosie G12, Andrew Hoyle, Eric K. Orange Chat Reviews, Adam Avery, The Bosco 2000, Twirly Wolf, J. Stowe, and Aiden Vickery. Thank y'all very much for being my army of Asgard members and above on YouTube. Y'all are freaking fantastic. Uh, much love to the D Live fam. I know it's been nice and quiet over there tonight. Um, because of the subscriber only chat, but obviously it's because I didn't want to have any trolls coming in, uh, to, to have any distractions for what's going on here. And I do want to give a shout out to, since I have not updated the Patreon video yet, but I do have it. I just haven't put it into uh, OBS yet. Priscilla Hall, who is one of my newer Patreon members, shout out to you, but Hey, Steph, Steph, any last, yes. uh, anything, anything else you want to say? Any last minute monologues or you know, speeches or no, you sure? Um, really just, um, be kind and kind of be careful with, um, your energy guard it because we're in this, there's something going on. Mm -hmm. I know that father knows what I speak of. And mm -hmm. too. A lot of people do. Yeah. So mm -hmm. just don't, maybe don't make any big decisions for a while. Mm -hmm. just be careful. And yes, um, that's about it. Okay. Man, I can't get this. No, you, that was great. So bad. That was great. <laughs> I will say the one thing that could have made it better was if you were to able to tie in. So party on, dudes. Oh, I could have said that. Yes. Dang it. <laughs> well, now for next Sorry. time. Now for next okay. time, you'll have a yeah. tagline. and You'll know what to say. So. <laughs> and Father agrees. He knows exactly what you're talking about. So. Okay. Yes. And Tina, the birthday girl, Tina, any last minute thing you want to say or shout outs that maybe you forgot or anything like that? 
I'm just thank you, Steph, for <laughs> I know she was having some tech issues and I was like, no, you're gonna be on tonight. You better be on. So I thank you. And no, don't hang up when this goes off. We'll say bye to Odin. And- <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Bye. And then bye. and then Steph will sign into one of her eight Discord accounts and <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> And thanks to my very dear friend, Sharon, for showing up tonight. She was hoping she'd be able to make it. So thank you, Sharon. And thank you, Odin. No, thank you, seriously. Because, as I said, you you and Steph are the lifeblood of this channel. So this show would not, this show would be off the rails if if I did not have you. One night, one night both of us are going to be on vacation or something oh and it's going to be oh it happened it happened remember it happened once and i was freaking out because i'm like oh, what am i going to do and so luckily uh luckily laura was able to step up Yay. it was laura and Yay. alex but 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 even then i was still freaking out because i'm just like no Steph, Stephen, i need y'all here but anyway, I hope it's been a wonderful birthday for you, Tina. Yay. And as- it has. This has been a fun way to spend it. Thank yeah. you all so much. Absolutely. Thank y'all both for coming on. Uh, it, it's been tons of fun. And I don't do this enough. You know, it, you know, we do the chosen streams, but I don't have enough. I don't feel like I ever have guests on. And I feel like it typically works that way because I'm able to, you know, focus more on, on the community and the stream and everything. But it's nice to have this, you know, every now and then as Laura just comes in and says, put me in, coach. Put me in, coach. I got it. <laughs> Uh, but anyway this is great and seriously i really do hope you have a wonderful rest of your birthday tina and uh and again as i said you'll you'll have a a package of of stuff of things coming coming your way and and uh we'll talk a little bit about that after after we uh go off the air for a second so uh anyway thank you all for being here everybody please make sure you tip your valkyries on the way out because not only are they in the chat they're right here right now so send them your love and of course, follow me over on minds.com and Odyssey. And pretty soon in the future, you'll be able to find Steph and Tina on those platforms <laughs> as well. Odyssey. That's O D D S U H C, I think. Yes, yes. All those letters combined. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you guys are all amazing and beautiful people. Uh people who won tonight in the giveaways. Uh, make sure you email me and I'll 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 check that later tonight, try and get all that stuff taken care of. Hopefully shipped out either tomorrow or Monday or sometime this week. Um and yeah, you guys are great. Have a wonderful night, everybody, and as always, God bless. And now for a huge shout out to all of my Patreon members, Albertus Magnus, Ali C83, Andrew Hoyle, Animation Commentator, Brian P, Dion, Divex, Enrique Evangelista, Father Christopher Miller, Hail to You Father, Father Damian Cook, Garrett Searles, The Honker Chonky Funky Monkey, Inflamed Wood, It's a Trap Productions, Jason Clark, Jacob Juice, Jay, Jeff Toon, Jonathan Carney, Laura Story, the modern major general, Mag Jackson, Mad Mitch Dunaway, Mr. Peabody, and his evil twin with the beautiful hair, On to June, Orange Hat Reviews, Out of Step with Reality, Riff Magos, Rosetta Allen, Steve Glasker, Teresa Martin, Theodore Benden, Tina Bojan, and Tina B, the Empress of the Universe. Thank you so very much for being my Patreon members. And a huge shout out also to my Subscribestar members, Stan Four. John B., Perpetual Punster, Mr. Roy, Glinzer, 
Darkstar57, J. Alex McCarthy Jr., Dean Heiss slash the new number two, J-Rod the Beer Guru, Nevadon G. Adams, and Man. Thank you all very much for being my Subscribestar members, and to all people who support the channel, it really does mean a lot. If you want to support the channel and have your name shouted out, please make sure that you join on Patreon or Subscribestar today. If you sign up at the $5 or up level, you also get access to exclusive giveaways, including for 4K and Blu-ray titles. At the $10 level, you get all that, plus you get access to an exclusive podcast that I do with John the Flick Pick Flickinger. There's actually currently an episode that I made public uh, on the channel right now, so you can go ahead and check that out if you want to have more access to even more episodes and more content and the ability to ask us questions. Please feel free to check that out as well. And if you join at the $25 level and up, the 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 Chosen of Valhalla level, you get to have all of those things, plus you get a free t-shirt that first month that you sign up for it, and every month you will be able to access the Chosen of Valhalla livestream where me and my chosen just talk for about two, three, sometimes even four hours about whatever it is that they want to talk about. So check all of that out in the links in the description below. You are all amazing and beautiful people. I hope you all have a wonderful day. And as always, God bless.